This episode of Into the Boundary is powered by Soma Movements and Therapeutics, as well as Sant Fitness. If you enjoy our episodes, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Think Well Productions, for exclusive content. Into the Boundary is also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Into the Boundary. We going into the boundary, into the boundary, going into the boundary, huh? We going into the boundary, into the boundary, going into the boundary, huh? We going into the boundary, into the boundary, going into the boundary, huh? They say we going you into the boundary. Shut up and dribble. Finish your career, you stuck in the middle. Figured it out, that you stuck with the riddle. Broke your body down, got stuck in the spittle. Might have had pro dreams, and you made it to the top. Might have make it to the lead, but you made it off the block. They were screaming your name, they were screaming your name. Lifetime dreams is to get in the game. Now you up in your dorm, trying to take and get playing. Got a lot on your plate. Do it right for the fam, do it right for the fans. Got it right in your hands. Everybody can't go, falling out with your man. Falling out with your man, they never understand. But you going through, they never understand what you dream about, they never understand when we clear it up, I hope you understand, we just putting it out, you never heard the stuff on how I blew the bag and I spurs and stuff, used to be the man, I never heard it cuz, got a lot to say, I got some words for cuz, we going into the boundary, erasing the boundary they making the boundary, replacing the boundary, showing you direction when you facing the boundary, pushing it further we breaking the boundary, into the boundary And today, we're going into the boundary with a three-time Philadelphia Public League champion from Imhotep High School, two-time state champion, three-time city champion, all-pub selection, all-city selection, all-state. Listed as a four-star recruit, the number 56 prospect in the 2011 recruiting class, played his college basketball career at George Mason University. He finished fourth in career blocks in his school's history. Albanian League Finals MVP, a professional basketball player overseas, and the co-owner of Tall Guy Services, Eric Copes. What's good, bro? How you doing, man? Fine, nice to meet you, man. Good to meet you too, bro. Man, uh, let's just start. Tell me how the chip chases started, man. Man, chip chases, wow. I think I won eight chips with it. Um, at Emotep during my um, four years going there. I think I played three years um, varsity. It started, for real, for real, from us. It started with Will Adams and them. Like, Will Adams, Kenny Battle, Ivory Prescott. Those was them three guys was there before, like, before me. Right. They was, like, the main three guys at Emotep, right? And then... Out of nowhere, I'm a freshman, and I ain't even played varsity as a freshman, bro. Right. I played JV. So how, how tall was your freshman year? Six six. I was like six six seven. Something like. I was a big young boy. I was a big young boy. I was still trash though. I was still trash. Still trying to learn my way through the um, through the basketball world. But um, I remember like it was yesterday. Brother came and put the. We were still in the trailers. We didn't even have a school yet, bro. So you gotta remember that. Like, I went through my freshman year at Emotep, we had trailers. Mm. Like, they still was building the school there and now, right? And I think, come, I think it's this year or next year, it'll be 10 years they're in the school, right? So, we go by these, like, by, by, by I think we was by the, build, by the bus. Standing by the bus, Butter was like, yo, we got a point guard, a really, really good point guard that want to come to Emotep. 
So he was like, everybody looking around like, who? Now, mind you, DJ Newbell was at the motel too, bro. Now, yeah, 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 bro. This is how we had, we was loaded potatoes before everything started. We was going to win my sophomore year, no matter what, bro, because we still had DJ, and DJ was just starting to become DJ Newbell. Right. So, DJ was there, and he was like, well, like, who the point guard? He was like, Paris Grant. Everybody was like, oh, what's going on here, bro? Right. <laughs> what's up? So, one thing led to another, Paris wound up coming to me, and DJ wanted to transfer, going to mansion. And that's how it really all started, bro. I had a guy in front of me named um, Jamal. I can't remember Jamal's last name. But um, Molly the Kid, he was in front of me. And um, I wound up taking his spot. And that's how it all started, bro, for real. And the guys was Sam, Will, and almost like our real two front running scores. Paris ran everything and dished everything out. And I just ran the paint, bro, as a young guy. I just ran the paint, just rebound the ball and block shots, bro. That's all I did, bro. That's all you did, bro? That's all I did. I got a couple buckets here and there. <laughs> young boy get it down. Which is all two points, you know what I mean? But other than that, it was just here and there. Like, just like spikes. Like, but I really learned a lot. But that's how learning from them started, like, our, like, really, really the chip chases, bro. Like, we really, I don't like patting myself on the back like that, but we really, really started that, like, sophomore, junior year. We got a mean taxi to come over at Earl Brown, and we had Bakari White come over late, late in the season. We really started that, bro. No, we gonna go win by 30 or nothing. We used to have phone calls, like me, Dave, and me. Me, like, all right, bro. Dave, you wanna go score 20 tonight? He's like, no, bro, wait, we'll score 30. We're gonna make sure E get 15, but it's gonna be all dunks. But E, you gotta block everything. Now, we used to have sayings like, bro, we used to, me and Dave used to open up the lane. So I can get a block, we just start to break. Get the break, they throw it back and get enough. We get the whole building crazy. But we blew, we blew Ty Garland now. Ty senior year. I was a sophomore, Ty senior year, bro. Right. At Motel. We blew him out about like 25, bro. My court. I get a we get a fast break, Dave throw between his legs, I dunk on somebody. That was one joint. Get another joint. I two hand on somebody, and we go back, we start raising the roof. The gym, we only hold 5,000 in the motel. This ain't no, this ain't Brad's, where they hold 1,500. This ain't Benjamin Franklin, where they hold two grand. No, this is the tub, we only hold 500, bro. We got 25 on this side, we got 250 on this side, 250 on this side. And if it's really, really good, we gonna have the whole baseline packed to all college coaches. And like the cheerleaders on this side, the back base going to be all college coaches. It's going to be packed. Everybody in their grandma going to be in the joint going to be running. Right. But that's how it really started, bro. Just Will and them, then they, they passed it, me and my man Dave the Church. And me and Dave, we got, I don't know how Dave got, I mean, transfer. I really don't. I you really know, don't. bro. Don't, don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think me was going through some, like, some stuff, like, Academic at prep charter, so I think it was like, all right, bet. Just you might as well just come over. And they whole Jones was fumbling anyway, bro. They was they was falling. Yeah, bro. Shaq transferred mid year that year with them you guys. And Ferg, well that, that was I think Ferg, my sophomore year was Ferg senior, so it was over. Man, me was gonna be the only guy there. Come on, come on over, man. Come I mean, over to the house, man. <laughs> did anybody, any of the older guys, 
say anything to kind of put that mindset on y'all early? Well, like you always had, so look, I remember days when we first, first got the building, bro. So when we first got the building, we had to be in school. When I was in, at Edmonton, we had to be in school at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, we were in school from 10 o'clock, bro. Right. Right? So it'd be days, willing to be like, yo, why are we going to go get shots up in the morning? Willing to go do that, right? So my next year, right, I will always go get up shots. I just should try to implement, like, implement what they did with you. With me. Right. And put it in the same way. Like, me and Dave used to try to do it. Like, me and Dave used to be at school at 7 o'clock sometimes. 7.30 in the morning, bro, getting up shots, taking a shower, going to class. We was doing this every day. Like, so, like, I remember I was watching Booz John, right? He was talking about Rodney Green being a pro all the time, right? Being a pro. So, my uncle played 15 years professionally, right? That's the person who who branded me, who taught me everything about basketball, who taught me mostly everything about life. That's the person who coached me when I was in college, right? So he'd be like, yo, you want to be a pro, you got to work. I don't care what you want to do, you got to work. And he told me this when I when I was playing JV. Right. Like, all right, I want to start next year, bro. I want to play with Will, because Will was tough. All right, I want to play with Will. I get the nice guys. He going to hit threes. He going to dump it inside. They going to double team you sometime. We'll get a couple buckets. Back. So I want to play with him. He was tough. And at the time, like, I didn't know Paris was going to come. I knew DJ was going to come. But I knew DJ was going to be nice. Right. I knew DJ was going to be good because DJ was working out with, um, what's the old Harris is so, um, damn. What's his name? I forgot old head. I can't remember the old head name. Legendary old head. He worked out everybody. I can't remember his name right now. But it's going to come to me. He worked out with him, right? But I knew DJ was going to be good. So I knew he was going to be good. And I was like, all right, man, I got to get my shit. I got to get to work. I got to get right. right. So I used to work out with brother, and then it just happened, bro. It just happened. It just happened, bro. It just translated, huh? It just, like, they was, Will and them was already good, bro. Will and them was already, Will was, like, top, one of the top players in his class, right? And then we had, not, damn, I can't forget, I can't forget my man Sam Prescott. Okay. Then we had my man Sam transferred in from Doctor. Because Dockery shut it down. Right. Or Dockery was about to shut down or something like that. Right? Sam transferred then. When Sam transferred then, Sam wasn't playing like that. But Sam worked out all summer with brothers. I lied to you not, bro. Sam played with P.I. He had zero offers. Then wind up having like five to ten offers coming back the next year, bro. Sam didn't even get no time playing like that, bro. So Sam came back and mind you, that same, this same year, he was like, oh, he was like first team, all everything, bro. Mm. So Sam came back, Will came back. They was really, really good. Sam and Will together was really, really tough, bro. And then you had Ivory. Ivory was tough, right? And then Kenny Battle took the backseat to come off the bench. And then you had Paris, who already started to play with the Twins, everyone too. So he already, he just running the show. Right. And now I'm just stepping into my own. I'm a young boy. Rebound the ball. This, but this is what my uncle was telling me. Want to be good, you want to start, right? Rebound the ball and defend. You don't need to score the ball. To get on the floor. You don't need to score the ball. Right. Rebound the ball and defend. So that's how, that's how it really started. Then we came back the next year. I knew Dave was going to be a, a go-getter. Dave was a bucket. Then we had Mean transfer in. Mean was one of the best sophomores in the country. So I had Mean already. And then we had my man Earl Brown coming off the bench, averaging 16. 
So my man was averaging 16 off the pine. Right. So look, and then we had other guys like Reds. Reds was a dog. Complete dog. Yeah. And then you had Terrell Johnson, he was a dog. Too. How many dudes y'all play? Y'all sound like y'all did. We was deep. We had like eight guys. Y'all played like eight dudes? We had like eight guys. But I'm not even going to get into my sophomore year when we had this guy named Brandon Austin. All right, we're going to stop right there. <laughs> rewind. We're going to rewind the whole pod. Let's, let's, go, let's go back to like where you from, your family dynamic, where you grew up. Let's start there. Well, look, man, um, I grew up down 24th from Mars off a little block called Wrinkle Street, 117 block, man, Goldmine. My family dynamic, like my family from the pit. Like my mom and I was 15 from the tunnel, right? My dad and I from across the tracks. I think my pop was from like 18th and like Catherine or something like that. One of the little blocks over there. Me and my pop wasn't like close. My pop died when I was like 16. I was sorry, when I was like 12. That's when I got real, real close to my uncle. So around all of them, like when I was a young boy, so I grew up around the corner on 1700 block, right? Teller Street was 1800 block. That's where school grandma lived in. So scooping up used to live around the corner. Yeah. So I used to like I ain't used to chill around there, but scooping up was cool with my older cousin Bleak, my cousin Maurice. So he used to come around and chill on the block, scooping Rick. So you see anything is coming on the block, bro. These guys come on the block, right? And when you see these guys come on the block, scooping them, I think they just was in a Rise magazine. And I was like, yo, I just had, I just saw the magazine. I'm like, right. Yo, come that's dumb. And, <laughs> and I played with the AAU team too, because they played with the Ballhawks. Right. So I played with the younger team. So that was going on. And that's how like it really all started for me. And my older brother played basketball too. My older my guy brother, he played basketball. He really put the ball in my grip, bro. He really put the ball in my hand. And he started playing. But I started seeing him play and um, seeing like scooping him. Like that's when I really put him in my bro. I got Nice, bro. I gotta learn how to play. So I, that's when I really started to learn how to play. I ain't really take it serious, but I learned how to play. My old head doodle on the block, he started teaching me how to play, started taking me to the park. So I was a big young boy. I started to get big at like 12, 13. So when that time started to get around, like in the seventh, eighth grade, um, I asked my uncle to teach me how to play. Now, mind you, I told you my uncle coached 15 years. My uncle played 15 years. What's your uncle's name? Where he play at? My uncle's um, name is Roy Houston. Played at um, he went to Martin Luther King High School and he played at Rhode Island. Played 15 years in the Warriors, uh, France, Italy, uh, France, uh, France, Italy, uh, Argentina, and Israel. Had a shot to make it to the league. We had bad knees. He wanted to get knee surgery. Had a shot to play with the Knicks. So my uncle really taught me the game, but he taught me the game backwards. Explain that. <laughs> I ain't know how to score like that as a young boy. Right. Only thing I really know how to do is defend. So you really, really think about it, right? He said, you really want to learn the game, you really want to get a pro, not a lot of defend. He said, all the best pros defend at the highest level. So I used to always, like, all right, bro, block shots right now, block shots right now. That was my mindset until I got to my junior year. Junior year coming down, now it's block shots, rebound. Roll down the middle of the lane, dunk the basketball. Anything around the room, we dunking it. Dunking everything around the room. Right? So, getting a little bit too ahead of myself. So, we're coming back to when I'm like, just starting to learn how to play. I'm garbage. I'll tell you right now, because I'm garbage. Everybody down the tell you that. You ask Lamin, you ask Biggie and them, you ask Jigga, you ask Dion, I was garbage as a young boy. You ask Scoop and them, I was garbage. <laughs> I was trash. So, um, Dudu started teaching me how to play a little bit. I started to get a little bit better. 
Now I teach, actually my uncle to teach me how to play. My uncle wound up sending me to, um, to a camp in Philly. I think it was a Drexel camp or the Temple camp, one of the two. He sent me to a camp, um, not to mind you, I didn't even know this at the time. His man was watching me the whole time at the camp to see if I could play or not. So I wound up, he wound up seeing I could play a little bit. The next summer I wound up going down and working out with him. So while working out with him, I started to go to a camp at GW. Now I'm like 13, 14 years old. So at this same time, I'm working out with him and stuff, learning how to play. Um, I'm playing with the Ballhawks. One thing leads to another. Like, you play AAU with I play with the Ballhawks. No, you can't play with them no more. Whoa. My guys. Right. You're telling me I can't play with the guys no more? <laughs> like, no, you can't play with them no more. We trying to, you want to be good? You really want to be good? I'm like, yeah. And at the time, I played, when I was in the seventh grade, I played a tournament, one tournament with my man Tevin, his pop, um, his Reese, um, do out there. Right. He was coaching the B team of the RB, um, RB All-Stars. I seen real life. <laughs> Them guys was tough. <laughs> Them guys was like, man, I'm talking about Tony Chanel and them guys. Yeah. So I really seen them guys on the scene. I think we went to like LeBron camp or something. Only played one tournament with these guys, bro. Bro, like, I played with, like, Marcus was on my team. Marcus, I always remember. Marcus was my only Marcus kept me. So I played with Marcus and, like, I think Todd Garland was on the team. There were, like, a couple other guys. My name Tevin. So I played with Tony with them. I seen these, like, Joey and I mean, was like, guys was ranked, like, top ten in the country. But we was, like, eighth graders and seventh graders at the right. time. But that was with. So I'm like, yo, how can I get that? I want to get that, bro. I don't care. I want to be ranked. I want to be in the. Sh I want to be one of the guys. How can I get that? One thing leads to another. You got to work. So now my uncle started teaching me how to play. Fast forward, it, I get to Emotech now. No, I'm an eighth grader. He's like, where you want to go to high school? At? I got three high schools I can pick from. I can't go to Newman. Why can't you go to Newman? Basketball Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to Newman, they all they do is play basketball, they don't go to class, this and the third. That's the stereotype on Newman? Bro, this was the stereotype at the time. I don't know if it was true, but this is what my man told me. Yeah, fraud. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was there. Right? So, but then again, I think he ain't going to play with Carl either because Carl ain't, Carl ain't really do what he like with um, Big Rick at the time either. My uncle's a real, real big man, brother. So, can't go there. I said, so where can I go to school at? Can I go to Roman? I want to go to Roman. I'm like, cool, can I go to Roman? He like, yeah, we can go to Roman. All right, can I go to prep? The twins play at prep. Now, when I'm in the eighth grade, I started playing with HP. Okay. So I practiced with the twins a couple of times. I'm like, oh, all right, bet I want to play with, I want to go to prep. But mind you, we got Shaq Dunk in there too. Okay. So, and then he was like, I get to pick the last school. What? You ain't gonna pick the last school. So you're gonna go to Emotemp. Don't know what Emotemp is. They rock sheikis. They get out at 5 o'clock. <laughs> like, what? Bro, what you talking about? Bro, I'm from the P, bro. And that's how I, I'm prime time. My mom just moved to West Philly, right? So now I'm still in South Philly all the time. I'm arguing with my mom basically every day. I'm not coming home, I'm staying at my house tonight. 
no, you I'm staying at my house, right? Now hang my phone out. <laughs> so like we are getting bad arguments, right? But I, I used to always love staying on Ringo Street because that was home. That's all I knew, bro. That's like all I knew until I was like 14. Until I actually really started going up GW and started really seeing life. Right? So he was like, all right, bet. So I go to prep. Prep was like damn one. I ain't good enough. Who said that to your coach? No. The the af I forgot the boy, the athletic director boy, I forgot his name. Husky boy, real real husky boy, great beard, I remember he had glasses. He said, we don't want him, we got Shaq dunk. I said, alright, bet. I'm gonna I'm no check. Mm. Boop. I couldn't get in the Roman because my grades wasn't good enough. I went to Barrett. <laughs> so that's what you tell it right there, bro. You from the P. I went to Barrett, so I couldn't get in the Roman. So last but not least, it's M Hotep Charlie. So me and my mom goes up here, right? Up in the boonies, right? Because it's all the way up top, right? It's all the way up uptown, Mom Eric. We go up there, right? He goes up to this joint. We start walking around. I'm feeling the canvas. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the chicks out here. <laughs> I'm like, they got the shikis on. So I started actually really started talking to one of the teachers about the African culture there. I actually really started liking it. Okay. I'm like, oh, I can actually see myself going to school here. Yo, by the time we leave, bro, I'm so I got a shiki and all that. <laughs> I got a shiki on the show and cut. Look, where you get it from? Like, he just gonna add it to the story? Yeah, I got it from the front office. I told him I was coming. God, what are you talking about? Yeah, mom, add that joint. You're getting that. You're going here. Yo, that's crazy. Right? So, freshman year start, right? Yeah, freshman year. No, yeah, freshman year start. I practiced the whole summer with my uncle and all of that. Work out, work out with HP, whatever, whatever. Play a couple AAU tournaments. Freshman year start. I'm thinking I'm bull. I'm give you a friend. I'm give you a story. Yeah. I'm give you a story, right? This Ecopes, right? I'm thinking I'm bull. This before Ecopes, I'm still Eric, right? I'm still Eric. I ain't even Ecopes or as my gosh from the PC. I'm still Big E. I ain't even Ecopes yet. I get a fresh pair of ones. Sky Blue Jones, they just come out. My uncle gave them to me, right? We were like, huh? New pair of sneaks for school, whatever, whatever. Now, the uniform at the motel is, right? Dashiki or African print vest, white shirt, black pants, black shoes. Dog, I come to school, black pants, shikis, and J's on. <laughs> Brother stopped me at the door. He said, yo, what you doing? Where your black sneaks at? I said, uh, yeah, I thought we can rock this. I'm thinking, I played middle school basketball. I barely, I'm, I did whatever I wanted in middle school. Right. So I'm thinking I could do whatever I want. You thought you had juice. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because highlight me afterwards. Rams me. Cuss me straight out. Come up here with not your black shoes. Again, you're going to be running. Da -da 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 -da. All right. Black shoes, uniform, attire, all that. Every day, man. Right. <laughs> Basically, until we got the scenes, until we really got the juice. Or it's a junior year, until we really got the juice, niggas are done number one. So, we came, now, it's Boca Chica. I'm a freshman now. You got Will Adams, Boca Chica, Shy Savage, uh, Sasa, Lamar Trice, right? And you got, um, Lamar Trice went to prep too, didn't he, so far? Yeah, he went to prep, he went to, he went to prep to transfer he went to prep, transferred to Southern for a little bit and wind up coming to the tip. Yeah, I went to prep with it. That's crazy. Right, so look. Now, I suppose it'd be varsity, though. 
I'm thinking I got the juice because I work out all the time on my own. I'm kind of good though, or I'm supposed to be kind of good, but I'm not good yet, right? So I stopped going to practice. I start going right back down the pit. Mind you, because I tell you, I love self food so much, but I start going down the pit, right? And to a point, I start seeing, I seen some shit I wasn't supposed to see, right? And then my old head was like, yo, you can't come around here no more. You're a basketball player. You're a basketball player, bro. You play basketball. You're 6'6". Six, six. Right. <laughs> what are you doing around here, bro? He wanted to keep you off the streets. So that wound up happening. So mind you, now it's the day you get a jersey out the varsity on practice day, right? So brother told me to come to practice. <laughs> I ain't been to practice. All oh, I ain't come to conditioning, open gym. I came to like for the whole preseason, bro. I came to like four conditioners, like. Five open gyms all the right? You're smelling really? yourself like that. That's crazy. Yeah, really, really smelling myself. I goes, right, bro? He was like, yo, come here. <laughs> he passed the jersey to shot. Right past so, you? Right past me. <laughs> he was like, yeah, oh, you don't want to come to practice? Go ahead, hit these laps. <laughs> Ran for the whole two hours of practice, bro. The whole two hours of practice. So, did your mom know you wasn't going to practice? So, I don't know. I actually really don't know. To be completely honest, she probably didn't think I was going to practice. Knowing me, she probably did. Like, I was, what, 15 at the time, 14, 15 at the time. Probably just started getting some yams. <laughs> I probably was scheming, cuz. Probably was capping, like, yeah, I'm at practice. Going to some chick house down the pier, going to somebody else up, uptown. Brother caught me one time though, I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> How you catch it, bro? So look, one day, so mind you, athletes got out at four. We had to be there. Athletes had to go to school from like, like 9.30 to like the 4.30 or something like that. Like 30 minute class and we get in the summer, bro. So we getting out. I wound up like, yeah, I'm gonna go getting my stuff. So everybody had to put their gear in brother's office. So I wound up putting my gear in brother's office, going to get my stuff. And like going back to the classroom to grab some books real quick. Cause I had homework that night. Really did have homework. So, She's right now. I had homework that night. Right? Like, how many years ago we now get you a chocolate <laughs> roll? <laughs> I had homework that night, right, bro? Yeah. So homework. I went to go get the homework, but I wound up seeing one of the youngest I was talking to. Right. Started busting up with her. She was like, hey, what you doing? Let's go grab. She was like, music. Being those power, let's go to being those. Well, all right, back. We gonna walk to the six together. Right. <laughs> I'm walking to the six. Brother in the car, following behind me the whole time. That's because you can't hide. You I'm six. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you shit, bro. He can't hide. He can't blend. There ain't no blending for you, bro. So look, he peed me right. <laughs> he peed me right. So I'm tight. I'm tight. Now I'm embarrassed because I gotta go back. To the team, the whole team just was working out. Man, they looking at me like, So now, <laughs> all that goes on. I go ahead and play JV, bro. Real humble. At a young age. At a young age, I had to go play JV. So, mind you, first game in JV, I see one of, the, um, one of my co mates, I always say, I see Rock Christmas. <laughs> my guy. So, me and Rock Christmas had a battle at JV. He battled him out. 
he wound up getting a better half for me. He wound up having like 17 in the game. I only had like 12 or like 13. He cooked me a little bit. So I always remember that one. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to take that one in. I'm going to really take that one in. So the next year. Was it, you said that was your first game or that was just one of the games? That was the first game of the JV season, brother. We played North Catholic. This nigga played JV and varsity. And he started both. He started both. How is that even legal, bro? Oh, no. Scared. I'm just curious. <laughs> it was a full, like, at the time, I'm only like 6'6, six, 6'5. Six, 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 He's a full 6'9, six, 6'10, six, bro. He's a grown man. In the ninth grade. Cooking us. He was cheating, bro. He was cheating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you not. So, bro, we wound up playing on, um, we wound up losing. I wound up having a real good JV season, though, because that really wound up humbling me. <clears throat> you think it gave you confidence? Um, no, it was real, real humbling. Um, playing against him because he was one of the guys, and he wound up coming to be that, in that summer, he wound up being, like, top 20 in that summer, bro. Like, all the freshmen in our class. So, I'm like, all right, cool, I got something to work towards. So, had a real good year. Brother wound up asking me, yo, you want to play Come on, as far as it was state, don't stay. So I'm like, no. I'm like, no. I got some work to do. No, I got some work to do. So at the time when states was going on, like right at the states, it was like break. I'll go right to Virginia. My uncle lives in Virginia. I'll go right to Virginia. We go get work done. So three times a day. 14 years old. This one really first started with me. About like really, really knowing how to be a pro. 14, my man Reese Rice is at GW at the time. So I'm going up there. Reese is like, I don't, I'm not working out with Reese, but I'm seeing Reese and stuff like that. I'm still a young boy. I'm only a young boy. He ain't paying me no money. He's really a grown man on campus doing his thing. Right. So I'm going up there saying, like, yeah, hey, young boy, what's up, whatever, whatever. So I usually, at 14, going to that summer, right, going into my freshman summer, I started working out with some of the players. Okay. I stopped going to the camp. I started working at the camp, right? So it would go, we would get there at 7 o'clock in the morning. From 7 o'clock in the morning, I would shoot foul shots by myself, right? He'd be letting kids in. Camp started at 8. We would work from like our commission or like whatever the little places you get all the drinks from. Yeah. Um, to like 8 to 10. 10.30, I go work out for my uncle from like 10.30 to 12. Now it's lunchtime, I go eat lunch. After lunch, I go work a little bit more, like another hour. After that, I go run with um, my man. He was a point guard at the time. Um, Taylor, Tyler something. Can't remember his name. Good guy. Work out with him, we go run two miles, right? 15 years old, bro. Run two miles a day. Running, bam, 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 getting it in. After that, I go get another workout before we go back to the crib. If we ain't working out there, he had on at his like complex at the crib, they had a court in the house, like at the gym. Right. We would work out there, right? So now I'm doing this from the end of school until the live period. This is like a month. Right? I do this basically every summer until I go to college. Right. So now it goes into the I goes into the live pair. Amped up. Amped up, bro. Amped up. Now mind you who's on my team. I play with HP, right? Right. It's me, Jarrell Wright, 
And I think at the time we played, we played 16. So Marcus, sometimes Marcus Kennedy played with us, and we had my man John Johnson. So we loaded potatoes, we getting it popping. So we getting it in, me and Rel will always play with each other, but sometimes Marcus will go play with team final. Okay. So we getting it in, getting it popping, whatever, whatever. Rel was still raw at the time. So I used to be like, yo, fuck them niggas. Whoever on the court, we gonna dog whoever. I don't care who's on the court. We can be playing against ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, no. Yeah. We cooking them tonight, bro. For right. real. I don't care if we playing against LeBron or nothing. Like. And then at times we played against LeBron Red and I mean we cooked them. Out um the Pittsburgh tournament, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh East or something like that. We cooked them out there. And that's when <laughs> that's when the booze you know, came in to join and started messing with us when we were asleep. So Playing with HP too, bro, was a lot that put into what the chip chaser was. Cause I played with dogs when I played with HP. So more rewind you back. I'm I go before I played with um, the ball hawks, I go to a hundred park warriors tryout. I walks in the gym, right? It's Jesse Morgan, Tato, John Brown, uh Ali Baba, Ferg, and a couple other guys. This is 16's practicing before the 13's tryout, right? But they throw a couple of them in, in the tryout, right, bro? So these niggas dunking it, left hand, right hand. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? So one thing leads to another, always playing with Hunter Park. Like, you, you always had that toughness. Okay. So the chip chases, like when we had to play certain guys, you had to be tough, bro. Like you had to be tough, bro. When we played certain, like all right, when we played uh, Todd Garland, I'm senior year at chip game, though. That was a dog fight. Dog fight. We played MCS Final Four game. Dog fight, bro. Like when we had to be like, yo, all right, yo, pull us together. Ain't nobody come to get no rebounds, bro. None of that, bro. Like I'm talking about. One of these eyes, I got had to go get butterfly stitches and like elbowed in the face. Oh, look, all right, let me take this. Yo, brother, come get me out real quick. Let me get stitched up. Go back in, like, to the point, yeah, bro. Like, that's crazy. So, toughness. So now, going in, sophomore year, we got Paris Green, Willow Adams, Sam Prescott, Ivy Wells, Kenny Battle, right? They're the, they're the seniors. They're the four seniors, right? But we got me and my man Dave to come out the bench. Well, Dave was coming out the bench, but Dave was a sophomore like me. But he had front runner though. But that was like our power six or something like that. That's who was running. We lose first game to Chester. I ain't gonna lie. <clears throat> this is when Chester was lit. Who they had, man? I think they had like Nasir or something like that. The boy Nasir that went to pit. And then they had Rallier, and they had some other guys, bro. It was tough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. So we played them. We played them. Up. We played them guys, right? And you know, Chester hold like five thousand or something like that. That's like a little small little mini university or something. So they in there. You got the cheerleaders right there. They shaking all that ass. You get distracted. So <laughs> they blew us the fuck out. <laughs> Man, 
real, real bad. I ain't even gonna lie. That nigga still whoop one time, bro. I had to duck because I ain't want to get dumped on, bro. Real bad. No cap, bro. So one thing leads to another. You know, we ain't losing anymore. You ran the table, bro. Ran the table on this girl. You ran the table on any, you name anybody we played that year. I don't even remember because it was so memorable, like, bro. We was just winning. Like, we was just winning. One time, brother stopped us my sophomore year. Stopped low enough from getting 100. Like, no, y'all can't do that. That's disrespectful. Now, he let these old niggas now score 100 any time they want. He let them run up the score? Oh, no, run up the score, bro. Last year, he used to let Don, Don Bishop and them run up the score any time they want. Let them run up the score any time they want. He used to stop us, bro. Like, no, we can't do that. That's disrespectful. Like, that's no. We can't do that anymore. Mm. So... A per the, the team who was really, really good my sophomore year was FLC. Who they have? Denzel Yard. <laughs> Denzel get bucket yard. And that's when Denzel and Paris, best two point guards in the city, right? So we played down in the what's the name, John? And the sneaky little classic where you know they where it turned to be New York versus Philly, yeah. where we was the first team that had, had that, you know. <laughs> so, like, little, little flex right there. Like, um, some things going at it. Yard wound up really, he was really getting the best of P, I think, in that first game. He really got the best of P. But we wound up beating him. That was one of the hardest games I ever played in. Why would you say that? Because that was a tough game, bro. I ain't gonna do that. Y'all hard shit coming off that screen, bro. Come on. <laughs> hard motherfuckers trying to come out. Motherfucker hit you with some shit trying to come off that screen, bro. And I'm gonna, I gotta guard the nigga coming off the screen. So, playing up, like playing against some, bro, it was good. But then, like, winning all of that, like, yeah, winning all of that was like everything. But then we get to the state chip game. This is when you seen the torch from the packs. We was down 11 and nothing. 11 and 1, I think. Yeah, 11 and 1, bro. And Dave wound up getting in the game. I mean, I wound up getting like two blocks back to back. Dave wound up scoring five points, bro. That's like when the torch got handed back. Dave had 15 and 16 that game, right? And I had it like 11 blocks and like seven points. That's when the torch got handed the game, Dave. What is it like to have 11 blocks? You said that in the real life, though. Like, 11 blocks in a game sounds crazy. Well, bro, I had seven blocks in a college game before, and I have. So, like, it's just, it's just being a basketball player. Bro, like, you asked Jesse how I feel to have 50 before, bro. It's just... It's, like, it's not regular, though. We, we got to stop talking <laughs> like these things are regular. Like, but like, my man said I had 11 blocks in the game. Yeah. As a so I was a sophomore. I was, I was like a sophomore, bro. He was like really trying. He was really trying to win a game, though. He really was trying to win. Like we were really trying to win, bro. That's a time where Emotep kept losing to the prep chart. They never won nothing. Never won nothing. He was always one step away from winning something. Like, they used to lose at prep in the final four all the time, bro. Or the week eight. It was always one step away. Mm -hmm. So once that happened, that was like, brother was like. So like rocking at the top one. of the steps, like you got one, like real life, yeah, yeah. you got one. So let's talk about junior year. Oh man, that's when it really started, bro. Junior year come in, you got, so going in, all right, bet. This is, all right, I don't really, I ain't talking a lot about Big Rowan, because Rowan was a, a 
very intimate part of my life, my life, my, my career in basketball. So Roland, at the time, now, so you know how they told me, you got to stop playing with HP, you got to stop playing with the balls. Right. HP ain't like that no more, young fella. You get a little bit too good now. Yeah, now this is after HP moves a lot of sponsors and stuff. They're not sponsored by Adidas no more. She was like, like she was on the down. I don't think he had the Adidas sponsor no more. So he's like, all right, bro. I said, all right, man, what's on the table? Team Philly or Team Final? Who you want to play with? Not going to go play with Team Final. Rock play with them. I want to more like cook rock. I don't want to be on Rock Christmas team. That don't look too good. And they got Malcolm Gilbert. That's like another backseat I'll be coming off the pine. So if I go play with Team Philly, I can try to really milk it to play with two AAU teams. I can play with Team Philly and HP. It's been done before. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I can try to milk it. He's like, all right, I agree to the Team Philly, Joe. You're going to play with two teams. But cool, I still get to play with the guy. I still get to play with Rebel you now because at the time, HP, everything to me. We didn't. We going anyway. We had fun, like mad fun. It's not just about basketball. It's family, like family, bro. It's everything, bro. I remember the time we in AAU tournament. We out Florida. Everybody did pop. It's like five dollars a piece together. We all put a pound together. We had, come on, we had the waffle house together. Everybody, we all got a pound up there. All right, and the whole time we gonna put this bread here. We gonna break though. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, we had fun, though. Like, we had fun. Like, we're on the park. So, with that being said, like, with that being said, man, it was hard to not play with them guys anymore. It was hard. Like, I played with Dave all the time. But I played with Dave all the time. I really didn't know him. I didn't know I didn't know me like that. He didn't play with Tim Foley. I didn't know me like that. I really don't know Wani like that. But Wani tough. He dropped dimes. I can play with Wani. He going up the stock. He gonna really up the stock. So I can play with him. So let's see how this get. So going into that year, I'm like, all right, bet. <clears throat> now mind you, let's go on the bet. I always told you, we gotta, we gotta get right. Some, some way or how we gotta get right. Cause now I started knowing, if you rank top 50, it's gonna be easy for you to put your bottle in and go to the league. Easy to punch that bottle in. It's gonna be easy for you to get Anything. So, right. let's try to get top 50 before we, or top 60 before we see. Somewhere around there. All right, but, so we got to play with Team Philly now. Now we got to play with Team Philly, because Team Philly goes to all the big tournaments, Indy Spice, Vegas, all that. Right. So now, like, we get Bob Givens. So first, first tournament we ever go to was Bob Givens. Now, on my team is me. Wanya Green, I mean Tanksy, Dave Adeline, with Men's Fulton. We had, um, I don't know if you know this, the big fella named Keith who went to Shelton here. I can't remember his name. Um, we had Big Keith, but this ain't body was like an NBA body when he was a sophomore in high school. He used to dunk everything off their series, bro. We had him and we had my man Frankie from Jersey. Frankie and Chris, they both was from Jersey. Frankie was a post ball, but he was trash by then. I ain't gonna say he was trash, but he was like undersized. When we was younger, he was six four when he was like in eighth grade, he was cooking everybody. Right. By the time we got the sophomores, he was undersized. And Chris you could knock it down when he was soft. So playing with them, 
we wind up getting real, like we wind up getting tough. And then um, they, we had an older team. Philly had an older team. Willis and I was all on the older team. Willis, Biggie, all of them. They was on the older team. And Tony Chanel was on the older team. I think what kind of wind up happening, wind up losing the team. So we automatically wind up jumping up to seven teams. So now I'm like, bet you have the chance to play seven teams. So now you're getting seen by every scout out there, every scout, every college, all of it, right? Now, and we ain't talk about something too sophomore year. But we ain't talk about something brand new. The, um, the commitment to GW. Uh, I got you, I got you, I got you. <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, bet we can get this be seen by everybody. I said, well, another two of you too, we're playing 17, we get to play with this other class, and if you cook in this class, stop going to go up. Right. So I'm like, all right, bet we definitely got to play with Team Philly now. So my uncle wound up telling HP I couldn't play with them no more. Like all together? No, no two-team thing? No two-team thing. No. Right. After I wound up playing Bob Gibbons and I wound up playing good in Bob Gibbons, he was like, that's the Wound up telling him that. <clears throat> I'm like, no, I got to play another tournament. <laughs> so I wound up going to West Virginia with him. <clears throat> I wound up going to West Virginia with him. That was my last tournament of um, Greg Wright coaching. One of the best coaches I ever had in AAU. One of the best coaches I ever had, period. Motherfucker, you up and down. But you gonna play your ass off, and you gonna have every college coach in the country watching you. Like, bro, I'm dead serious. We had me and Bob Gibbons, bro. Real story. Me and Bob Gibbons. Um, oh, I, we playing some good team from Chicago. Now, mind you, you got West Virginia, um, Clemson. You got a bunch of college coaches on the bench, right? My uncle there, right? I think I did something wrong. He called the timeout. He said, "Come here, let me talk to you." So you never do that dumb ass shit there, man. I smack the shit out you in front of all these college coaches. <laughs> oh shit, huh? My bad, bro. <laughs> so we wind up blowing that team up because he cussed me fuck out like that. Like, all right, bet. Billy Hines was there. Billy Hines like wind up offering me when I was committed to GW. Like, yo, decommit, bro. Come holler at me. Like, yeah. yeah, what's your jam? You decommit, come holler at me. Do they do they uh interest be different when you be already committed? Yeah, they be kind of shying away from you. I guess. Yeah, like, but it was different with me, bro. My my uncle was a college coach, so a lot of people would shy away because of that. But once he like, we gonna get into like we gonna get into the whole story. I got you. So we we break back then. All right. Now I I'm up GW all the time, right? So the head coach clearly see me grow from thirteen. To 16. So when I was 13, I was 13 wearing a size 13. Okay. So now I'm 16, I'm 6'7, wearing a size 15, and now I'm playing pickup with some of his guys, and I'm, I'm playing okay against these guys. Right. So one thing why I wanted to lead to another, I come as a sophomore, my uncle was like, Yo, Hobbs just offered you. I'm like, oh, I eventually knew that was going to happen. You coach at DGW. Eventually, an offer was going to kick in somewhere or another. What you going to do? Uh, I'm not so sure right now. It was an offer. We're going to finish and see how this sophomore year go out. Midway sophomore year, he's like, yo, bro, you got to commit. Come on, man. What you mean you got to commit? God commit is going to look good. Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. I don't really mind committing anyway because I grew up around GW. Like, my brother buffing blue and gold. Like, you know what I mean? 
watch games, I watch them go to the tournament multiple times, I watch Reese Cook a lot of people, I watch Carl Elliott there, I watch Pops Mr. Bonsu, J.R. Pinnock, Mike Hall, so I watch, the, I watch the prime of their, like, so I'm like, that's cool. It's like going to Emotep or something like that. I already love it there. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to be locked there. I'm like, all right, I can do that. We can, it's totally fine. I mean, you can do that. So we go back to, so we go back to junior year. Now, we cook it. We cook it. We lose, though, to Javon Pinkson, though. No, we lose to, we lose a couple games before that. We lose the mansion, and DJ cooked us bad. But we going like seven overtimes that game. DJ cooked us bad. What did he finish with? I don't know, but he probably had like 35. All right. Probably 35-40. He cooked us bad. He was, he was giving us buckets that game. So I think that's when he was committed to um, what's his name at the time, too, um, Marquette. So he was cooking us. Now we, we won another game, but we lose to Jamon Pinkson. And, um, <sighs> like bad, though. We lose bad to Jamon Pinkson, though. Like in the Sneakerville Classic, and this is the first, we're the first team that plays in a New York team. MOTEP, whatever, whatever. We play, I forgot what school we went to. We lose in a bad, we get blown out. One thing leads to another. They was better than y'all, like that much better than y'all? No, J.Y. Pinson was just a beast. Right. <laughs> he was top, like, top 30 in the country. I mean, just came like from my office, my wrist injury. They had me guarding somebody on the perimeter. And if I would have guarded him, he would have put me on the perimeter. So it was like bad. He put me in the post all day. He was cooking me, and we couldn't get it going at all. <laughs> at all, bro. At all, bro. Niggas was missing. We just, we, and we just wanted to chip the year before. So a lot of us was still smelling that. Okay. So brother was like, y'all want to lose, right? <clears throat> he made us run this whole practice, bro. I lied to you not. Me and Dave sat on the phone the night at like the night after that. I'm like, yo, why you didn't tell me we was gonna run? He said, yeah, he told me we was gonna run the whole practice. I didn't want to tell you because I thought you was gonna miss it. I said, you damn right I was. <laughs> <laughs> so we run that whole practice, but the next day we got Ty Garland and them. Ty Garland got Hum and Zai on the team and a couple other guys. So we like, cool. We got some guys coming through here. Mm -hmm. Let's show you. Motherfuckers, we the best motherfuckers in the pod right now. One thing lead to another. We blow them out by 30. We get them out the way. We go to another team. We blow them out by 30. Now we start running. We start cooking. We wind up putting like 19 games together. We start winning. DJ and them lost in the pub that year. That's how we... We would have played DJ and them in the pub. It would have been another showdown. We went to seven overtime or like five overtimes at the tech. Right, we're done. It would have been another showdown. DJ and them just wind up losing to Ben Franklin and them. <laughs> I don't even know how. Ben Franklin come to MOT, we clapped them by 30. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> we out. We go play somehow. We go play MCS and them. We beat MCS by like 15. Now we play Ty Garland um, at the um at the link. Now it's like bet we play Ty again, but Ty tight. I think it's cooked me. My girl was dead. <laughs> All of that. So Ty was mad. Ty wound up giving us a 30 ball, like 32. But we wound up winning. So that's all that. We wound up winning that joint. We wound up winning. And it was real good. I had, you talking about block, right? I had about like seven blocks that game. <laughs> yeah, I had about like seven blocks that game. And it's crazy. Me, wanted to, I would have got the MVP if I had a dime. 
but I only had like eight points. <laughs> so I had like eight, seven, and ten. If I had like ten, ten and seven, I'd have been like, all right, bet, you my MVP trophy, but we ain't wanted to get an MVP that night. And me said that to me, he said, bro, you deserve it, bro. We ain't wanted to be lost in game if it wasn't for you. So me wound up getting that joint, we wound up wanting going to the cities. We went that. we played Jabril, we played, oh, we played West Catholic. We blew them up by like 30 piece. <sighs> now we now we running to get in the States now. We go, we cooking, we cooking, we playing all these little white boys, we blowing everybody out basically. We get in a real tough game before we play DJ and them. So one thing leads to another, we play DJ and them at Southern. Um, this is the only game I hate that we lost. Oh, it's two games I hate that we lost. This and we lost to a middle in my senior year. So DJ start going berserk on us. Like really, really berserk. And this is one of the games I actually get the ball. Like I got the ball and like showed my offensive talent in college in high school. So I get it, I drop step, dunk on Maul. Mind you, Molly the kid wanted to transfer and going to mansion because um, he, he wasn't getting no playing time at Emotep no more. Right. So he wanted to transfer and go on to Manchin. One thing lead to another. We this don't go down to a wire. So it was like it was a tie ball game. It was like he was up to it, he was up to. DJ get a fast break, I blocked the shot. I come down, we get a drop set, I get a drop set dunk on all and when I miss the foul shot. Now they come down and get a bucket, they go up too. They come down on the sideline, he kept playing with the ball, playing with the ball, playing with the ball, playing with the ball. Ball hit off the back of his foot when I tried to set him a screen. DJ come down, another three. Bing! Gamer! We lose by like, like four or three or something like that. We all in the locker room crying like hoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I ain't gonna lie to me. Me, I mean, and Dave, we was on the phone watching the game together, mm. praying to God these guys lost. We like, yo, they gotta lose because we knew we was gonna beat that team in the chip. It's right. their chip. We knew we was better than them. We was like, yo, they gotta lose. They gotta lose, bro. They gotta lose, bro. One thing lead to another. Um, that mean, one thing lead to another. They lost. Niggas was like, yes, oh my God. Whew, relief. So we made a we made a vow that summer. We going like everything next year. We going out with a bang, bro. We gonna have the best summer. Like, we going out with a bang. Mind you, bro, we was tight, we was tight knit, bro. We was homies. Like, we would go out with each other. Like junior year, bro, like we would all meet up and we would go out to like little parties and stuff like Chick had Sweet 16. We ain't even had wheels, bro. We'd go city line, busting it, get on, get on 52 up city line, or something mm -hmm. like mom had, had one where we could drop dogs. So we like, we all, we in a mix of but we all hanging out together, like right. all the time, bro, like all the time. I used to stay are, you, are you still committed to GW at this time? Um, yeah, at this time, I'm definitely still committed to GW, bro. Have you got any other offers on the line? What? Did I? <laughs> you crazy? Bro. <laughs> Give you a quick story. I go get a visit at Temple. I had to, everything I had to do, I had to tell my uncle. Anything that could relate to college basketball, phone call, visit, email, letter. Okay. I got 
I tell him? You want the temple? What the temple on the moon? Is it? I told him about it. That same day, I talked to West Virginia head coach. They offered me. I ain't telling him about it. <laughs> West Virginia assistant is his homie. He found out about it. He called me and was like, yo, you can't talk to no more college coaches. Whoa, 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 hold up, cuz. We can't even talk this out. Right. <laughs> like, damn, baby. Like, <laughs> I made a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk it out. So he was like, no, you can't talk to no more coaches. So that was the one joint I got on the low. Then other than that, a lot of, I used to find out, like, I used to have this class, right? But me and the teacher didn't get along, right? So I used to have a class in brother office. AKA. Mm -hmm. Just chill in a brother office. Don't cry us out. Keep it funky with you, bro. The juice, bro. I'm gonna try to give you the best interview thus far, bro. So I appreciate it. This is into the boundary. Um I'll be in the I'll be in his office and brother get a phone call and I'll be like
Same thing, I used to send my uncle for see my uncle sometimes from the age of 13 or from the age of 12 or 13. Bro, he used to come pick me up from Philly and we would drive to his crib and I used to just sit in the front seat hear him talk on the phone, just take notes, just take game. So I said, bro, whatever it is we gonna do, bro, we gonna do it. So I made the vow, bro, I used to get up 6 o'clock in the morning, run from, I, I, I live on 56 in Jefferson. I run from 56 to City Line and um, Lancaster back to the crib, bro, right? And then I'll work out. I know I'm going to work out when I go to LGW. I know I'm going to go get a high-level workout. I know I'm going to work out like a pro. But I need to work out home. So now, Brother Andre sorry, brother, when I say this. Brother Andre ain't no workout guy. But I know I can work out with Lonnie a little bit because Lonnie going to push me. Lonnie know what he's doing. Kyle know what they're doing. And I just got to take whatever me and Roland do. And I just got to prep it, prep it, prep it, prep it, prep it. So I go... MGW, I come back until a week before. We go and I remember like yesterday, we, you know, at Flash Miles. We go chill, Flash Miles down South Street, whatever, whatever. Prior to earlier that day, I work out. We fly out that night to go to Indiana. I work out again that day with the day we fly out to Indiana. We go to Indiana, we ain't had no flights. We drive it. We drive 10 hours to Indiana. We playing in Indiana. BA's playing 17s with us too this term. <clears throat> so now we playing up Indiana in this Indiana um, Adidas invitation gym. Dog, I'm talking about I'm balling. Straight out balling, bro. I'm just doing everything on the court. Rebounding, defending, offensive rebounding, putbacks. At the time, Wani wasn't playing. I think Wani still, like, his knees were still messed up. So I'm playing with John off the pick and roll. So John going to shoot it. My man, Flip, I love you to death. Every time we talk about this, you a jack. John going <laughs> to shoot it. So I'm going to go over rebound every time. Even if I'm going off the pick and roll with me, either me ain't going to shoot it or me ain't going to drop the dime. At the time, too, Willis was playing with Willis, too. God rest his soul. Um, Willis was playing with us and he was playing because he was going, I think he was even going to prep school at Juke, I wanted to, right? And this is before they kicked him off the team. I know Willis going to get to the lane, he going to get a layup, but he going to drop the dime. So set a hard screen and roll to the basket. Playing with them, that's how I learned how to play, like the pick and roll all day. Bro. So I'm like, these three things you got to do at a high level. Rebound the ball, defend it, and finish. Defend around the paint, whatever it is. Paint, hold, run, defend it. Whatever you want to defend, we got to defend at a high level. We got to rebound at a high level, offensively and defensively. And we got to dunk everything. If it ain't a high finish, it's an N1 dunk or it's an N1 finish. Bro, went to work. Went to work all summer. Went to work. I wind up. I, I, this is when I knew I was going to be getting ready. I had a game against, I think we played. Indian, did we play Indian Spice in Vegas? It was Indian Spice or something. We was doing something we wasn't supposed to in my hotel room. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna drop this, the table. We was doing something we wasn't supposed this to. This PC podcast you on, bro. <laughs> this real on the table. We dropping that table. We was doing <laughs> supposed to, right? Uh huh. Mind you, I go ahead one of the best games of my life in Vegas. Right? <laughs> Get an interview by my man, Dave Teller. He's, a, he's the guy who was the reason I got ranked in the top 100. Dave Teller put me in the top 100 that day. I was like number 95.
Finished it. We finished the summer off. I wanted to kill the summer. I, I wanted to jumping up to like number eighty nine, right, bro? Mm -hmm. I'm just top one hundred now. Mindset still is. We getting top fifty. Right. Now we about to get back into the chip chases. We was Nike the whole time, right? You see how they Under Armour and all that now? Under Armour come in, bang. Well, look. Allegedly, right? You got a top 50 kid, who's, you got a guy who's going to be top 50, you got a, you got a good team, y'all just won a year before and all of that, y'all going to win, win this year, you got some up, some up and coming guys, so let me sponsor you guys. Bang. Yeah, did that. So we get that in there, right? We get the sponsor in there, both because of the NBA, because BA was going to be up and coming, he was about to be the best, and I was going to get, I was going to get ranked top 50. They sent me, BA, Kyrie, like Scott, you ever heard of him? No. Um, and someone, another young boy, he, I don't know what he wanted to do in that hotel. Him, they sent, and Tamir, they sent all five of us to this camp. I dogged the camp, bro. Dogged the camp. I walked out the camp, the best motherfucker in the camp. <laughs> oh, real right. Next day, on ESPNU, big ass joining me like this. It reads, Body like a, a D-line, but he moved quick. New entry, top 50, number 40, I think I was number 43, number three in my position. Now, we on. Beep. Oh yeah, <laughs> what we doing baby? So now, we get the phone call, we get a nationalized schedule. Oh alright, that's us Nationalized schedule, this shit. The first nationalized schedule in Emerald Tough history? Are you crazy? Hey! So we go to this Binghamton tournament. We open up, right? Oh, we open up against Constitution. We blow them out. We had the business. Blow them out. We play somebody else, blow them out. We play a mill in them. Thank you, Dave and I mean for this. Because we only was supposed to lose zero or two games that year. We won't say two games. We definitely wasn't supposed to lose that. Fuck, a mill in them. Not at all. Dave and them, we supposed to be at the bus at like 10 o'clock. We supposed to be Where they, where they was playing at? Who? A mill no. A mill was playing at French Central. Okay. It was a mill, Karan Davis, uh, who was the, the, the senior that year? He went to Clemson. My man Dev. And there was a couple of other guys there. So, mill and them, we got, we got a little Scouting report, shoot around before we get to the game. Game's at like 2 o'clock. Brother, like, yo, you gotta be here at 11. Me and Dave don't show up till 1. Oh. Oh, 12.31, bro, right, right before we gotta get on the bus. He straight sent them the second half. <laughs> yeah, bro. Cost us the game. It's only me in the game now, right? So I'm trying to go to work the best I can. But now I start cooking a little bit now and they start to double team me. He ain't trying to get in the game. It was over, bro. I started getting mad because I started getting the ball. Yeah, bro. You start coming to the game, start jacking the yells. Like, you still got to give me the pillow, bro. It ain't like that. It ain't like that now. And this is like, now we talking about, all right, now I'm top 50. I want the ball because I really believe I'm talking to certain people. My people, my, my team is talking to certain people. If we win every game, bro, I fuck around and get McDonald's. Right. Let's 
Come on, bro. Y'all drawing right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, one thing leads to another. We wound up going to this Bangleton tournament and wound up winning the whole joint, winning the national tournament, bro. And I wanted to get an MVP. And um, it was real, real dope just to, to go and travel with my teammates. Like, like, we think about this right now. Like, I always look back on it. Like, the stuff we did at Emotep is going to be legendary, bro. It's written in history. Like, and them guys, we're gonna have these memories with each other forever. Right. Like, we was at Bangleton. Earl and Brummer had bed bugs. <laughs> like, Earl at the hotel had bed bugs, so they had to get switched around. Like, and we won that tournament. Then we get invited to another. We got invited to another tournament in New Orleans. Yeah, bro, we traveled a little bit, but we got we, we traveled a little bit, bro. Those are places I've never even been. See? We traveled a little bit. We wound up going to New Orleans and getting stuck out there because it was a um. It was a snowstorm somewhere. Mm. So that was like that right there, bro. So it was, then we get into to the mid and we wound up losing that tournament. And then we um, we won everything that year, of course. Right. We won everything. So um, now we get into to the whole thing of um, the, the, the decommit, yeah. the GW decommit. So, so you smelling yourself right now. Oh, uh, not uh, uh, essentially not really. I'm, I just know I didn't start smelling myself for real for real until I got to Mason. Like again, until I really, really, really got to Mason. So now I get a phone call from my uncle. Like, yo, this was like random too. One night I'm up on the late night drawing, just getting somebody out the crib, probably calling mm. me as a young boy. Uncle called me like, yo, we fuck around and go to Georgetown and George Mason on these motherfuckers. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Out of nowhere. I'm like, what? What are you talking about, bro? I'm like, I don't even want to go to these places. <laughs> on the fucking you come to Kansas or something like that. I'm trying to go play big time basketball. And one thing leads to another. I'm knocked out of my sister room. I'm in school this day. I'm knocked out. I wake up. I happen to have ESPN on the ticker and say, head coach GW Carl Hobbs fired. Yo, brother, what's up? Yo, uh, you know how I just got fired? Yeah. Oh, 50 schools just called me. How many? 50. Alright, bet. I'm gonna call you right back. Bing! Yo, what we doing, big fella? What we doing? Come down to uh, come down to GW this weekend. You know, send your your mom some tickets. You want to come down to GW? You want to decommit? Whatever, whatever. Go to GW, bro. I should have knew it was coming. I should have knew this shit was coming, bro. So I go to GW. He was like, bro, you want to decommit? Whatever, whatever. I'm doing. We gonna figure out what we gonna do. I'm like, all right, but now mind you, we playing ISC. I love playing ISC. ISC is this little little tournament basically, little league tournament of New York, right? Right. Where basically a lot of teams, a lot of top level guys come in all over the country and play it, bro, because it's only on the weekends. So I'm like, bet, bro, we got ISC right now, I got to come down here for this and ass. Like, why didn't can we just go to prep school? Like, I really don't want to make the decision right now because this is a huge decision I got to make. Right. This ain't no regular 
What are the what are the options at this time is what I want to know. So okay, we'll get to that. So we we the motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So before all of this, right? I don't know if Earl talked about this. He all like a lot of people like to say. We ain't had nobody coming in and watch Hope and Gemma and stuff right there, whatever, whatever. But before, like, I got the niece and that might be that one time. That was true. They used to have, like, small schools come. So when I got there, we started to have, like, the Yukons, the Kansases, and stuff to come in. But at the time, everybody thought they was coming for BA. I even thought they was coming for BA. But when I decommitted, half the schools that was coming in, was most of the schools that offered me. Okay. Kansas, UConn, uh, UCLA, um, USC, Florida. Uh, man, the list goes on. Right. So we decommit, right? And it wasn't no list. So as soon as we decommit, I'm not feeling this, we gotta go to school again. No, that's dead. I ain't feeling that right now. I, I like the idea, but nah, bro. See what's on the table right now? You talking about with your uncle? Yeah. Right. So he's like, you either gonna do one of these bigger jobs, or I'm gonna have to go my certain way, my own way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Right. I come home from school one day. Get dropped off from Earl over card one and two because my both of them niggas they had cards at the time. Get dropped off. <laughs> I get dropped off, right? Um, what wound up happening is I see my old car. I'm like, this car, why well, I see this drum? And I see my uncle. Now, my uncle and my uncle Roland and Harz Owens, Harz Pappy Owens, right? One of the McDonald's all American Bowl, Cook Mike, right? That's his best friend. Right? So I see both of my uncle's cars on the block. I'm like, yo, what's going on? I ain't even peeping. They about to blitz me right now. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on? So I walks in the crib. They sitting there with my mom. They selling it. They get your mom a cell pistol for you. Guys. Already, cuz. Already. It's over the dream. So my mom like, yo, you got to go wherever your, your uncle go. I'm like, whoa, 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 what you talking about? I'm tight now. Now my brother come from downstairs. He come up from, yeah, he come from down, up downstairs. He come downstairs, right? Like, well, what's going on? He like, they're like, where you want to go to school at? UConn of Kansas, period. Right. UConn, Kansas, I think I said UConn, Kansas, and then I threw like a Texas in there because Texas was on me. Yeah, UConn, Kansas, Texas, period. That's what it is. Pat was like, I ain't let you go to UConn with all, with all that backdoor shit that be going there. I'm like, oh, what? What was he referencing? I don't know. <laughs> PC Pod, bro. PC Pod. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're going to pull you to this. I don't know. So I'm like, all right, cool. Louisville, Kansas, Texas. That's what we doing. My mom was like, you gotta go to school with me. I'm not playing. 
Oh no, I'm not going to be about tripping, bro. Like, about what's what we doing here? Like, you see this list? Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> y'all see this list? You know what's going on here? And it was like, no, you gotta go to school, man. We're going. He's getting a job at Mason. Paul Hewitt's gonna be coaching there. Alright, who Paul Hewitt? Give me a story on Paul Hewitt. Well, Paul Hewitt coached Chris Boggs, Derek Flavors, Jerry Jack, Iman Shepard, coached at um, Georgia Tech. I said, alright, hold up, hold up. Give me, give me a couple hours. So I go for a little walk, I mean. I go for a little walk. And at the time, I was young, not knowing the stuff I know now. And not even saying like, like my uncle backdoor me and stuff because the intentions I don't really know because as we goes on, you wanna stuff is gonna start to unfold. Man, my uncle haven't talked in years, so I really don't know the, like his real intentions. Like why I only can talk about from like what what happened before, and the reason why he wanted me to go mid major was because this whole thing, Mike. Mike Beasley committed to uh, a mid-major than decommitted, but he was going to go mid-major if the boy didn't get the job at um, K-State. K-State, yeah, he was going to go mid-major. So that was his whole thing, he liked the concept. And I'm like, all right, that's cool, but I'm Mike Beasley. Fucking <laughs> 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 bullshit, man. What are you talking about? We, we, we sitting here talking like, and at the time, too, we talking about getting to the league, bro. We talking about making our dreams come true. We get to the league. That was always the was always the mindset. The mindset you always know I wanted to be a high level ranked kid. I wanted to get to the NBA. Like so, that was always the mindset. So we should have been trying to map it out to go whatever way was the best way. And I don't. I think he thought the best way was to go to George Mason. I don't know why. I really don't know why, bro. Like I'm being completely honest. Was this before or after the this big? Was, they had they had a great year. Then they had one of those years they did like Sweet Sixteen or something. Yeah, that was this was after that. That was 2006, and we talking about I graduated in 2011. <laughs> I'm just that's that's the only reference to the school I had. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so so sorry. So look, so now we're talking about um, we talking about. Big time schools, and at the time, like my uncle was my father figure, bro. Right. So I'm thinking, like he's telling me what's right. Like, and to be completely honest, I don't never ever take from like me going to Mason. Like, there's not a reason why everything would pan out. I was, I was up school drawing, period, because I didn't want to be in school, and I started to do things because I didn't want to be in school. I started to act act out like a kid. Right. Instead of being a grown man or being a young adult handling my business. So when after the whole George Mason thing and I I got pushed into committing to to Mason or whatever, whatever, right? <clears throat> I get there whatever my, my freshman year and um Paul was like, yo, you can play in the league, bro. I'm like, okay, now we're talking, like, what's up? <laughs> like, how we gonna get there? Well, you can play in the league. Like if I would, if you was, if I would recruit you, what he did, he did recruit me when he was at Georgia Tech. Um, you would have been one of the best freshmen in the ACC. Like calling someone with with the the ACC, like would do in North Carolina. Like with them, like guys, you'd be 
So I'm like, that's nice to hear and all that, but like, what are we going to do? So when I went to Mason, you had a guy named Ryan Pearson and a guy named Mike Morrison in my position. But these two guys was guys. They was guys. Ryan was a thousand point scorer. He got the CAD player that year. Mike won first team or second team all CAD that year. So they was guys, right? They was really good. So um, I wanted to still go in there and play 25, 25 minutes on the pond. And I, if I didn't have uh, um, my freshman year, I wound up having a um, concussion. And if I did have my concussion during the time when we started playing CAA play, I would have started starting. We had to move Brian to the three, and where Mike would have played the four, and I would have played the five. Me and Mike would have had to change with each other. So it would have been times like that. So your freshman year, you, you were able to break the rotation. Yeah, I definitely was able to break the rotation. I was, um, I was, stop fighting, not keep saying, I was a, one of the best players in the country coming into high school, and out of high school, and um, I was the big, the most biggest time all-time recruit George Mason ever had. Wow. Um, I was top 50 in the country. They never had nobody. Top 50 in the country, number six in his position. And they did what I did, bro. Like, they had guys, like they had a guy, um, who was a big guy, man? Uh, Will Thomas, but he wasn't a high-time recruit. I was a high-time recruit that's coming in. I was like one of the high, most high-time recruits that ever went there. So did that, at the time, did that affect like your mindset? Like um, No, like, my mindset still was, going in as a freshman, uh, my mindset was still kill everything. I still had a very, very good freshman. I had a really, really solid freshman year. I just got injured with a concussion. When I had that concussion, I sat up for like five, seven games. Five, How seven you get games. the concussion? Um, we playing that now, right? We talking about, this, I said seven blocks in the game, right, bro? So we playing at Drexel at home. First home game in Philly. Right. No, I'm zooted and booted at the hell up. <laughs> I'm in the leg line, windmilling, flushing it, swag. <laughs> Nervous as hell, though. I'm hype. Like the hood there, too. I had both my hands because, like, when my mom moved out West Philly, they really they really messed with me heavy out there. I went out with 56 and laying down. So I had my guys from 56 and laying down. I had some guys from 24th Street there. Then I just had other, like, a bunch of friends, a couple chicks there. I had a bunch of people there, so I was hyped. And then my family was there, my mom was there. This one of my her first and second college games, she get to see me play. My niece there. I'm in. I'm in a whole MO Tech team there. I got a brother and number there, brother got tickets and all that. So I'm dumb like wind up getting seven block shots. I come back in second half. I had seven block shots in the first half. Come back in, I get a block. Had eight I finish with eight blocks that game. I got a block. I come back, get an offensive rebound. I'm about to dunk this joint on somebody. Really flying in the air, I was like, really flying. Boy wanted to put me under my legs. I wanted to land on my head, my head went like this, I'm like, I wanted to get in, like, having a whiplash, and I wound up having to sit out. And then we, I wound up coming back, like, in the middle of the NCAA play. And it was, like, really hard to get a rhythm. It was, like, my first time playing and stuff like that, injured. And then after that, <clears throat> after being injured, we wound up finishing the CAA, going into the tournament of the CAA, I wanted to tear my hip. How you do that? Um, in practice, getting tangled up with somebody with my legs and just trying to pull away. When I tried to pull away, I wanted to tear my jaw and bam! And I fell back and I hopped up like, ah! Be hard, start jogging. And I started jogging, I'm like, oh, it don't feel right. So it don't feel right. Come get me. <laughs> Come get me, huh? So we went back and they were like, no, you cool. And which I wound up, I, I didn't, we didn't, 
at the time I already had it, my my joint was already tore. So we thought I'd rehab for a couple of days. I pushed through for the end of the season. When I went, we was trying to make a run to go to the tournament, bro. Right. So um, I'm like, whatever, man. We trying to go to the tournament. Cool. I know I can suck this pain up. I don't know. Playing 15, 20 minutes, I can suck this pain up. I can do what I do. But when we get a little idiot, idiot, something like that, as a freshman in the tournament, get my name out there for myself. So we wanted to then go to the tournament that year. We wanted to lose to, um, to VCU. They wanted to dog on us uh, really, really bad. Like, seriously, you cooked this, bro. Brad Bridges wanted to dog on us because Ryan got the, the, the CAA player of the year. He <laughs> cooked us, bro. He gave us like a 30 piece. So we wound up losing, and we got in the game before that when we played Georgia State, I um I get a I hit a jump shot off the glass, running, get a defensive rebound, I get an offensive rebound, I get a finish, and I'm running back, and I get to the middle of the floor, and I just slip. I'm like, oh, like I get up, I try to get up and try to run, and I just start limping, and my head coach was like, yo, what's up? LeBron was late, came right. I started looking at my brother down the court. He was like, yo, yeah, come sit down, brother. It was over. It was over. Then I wound up having hip surgery that year, going into my junior, now going into my sophomore year. And this is when all the trouble started. Now, I definitely still know I don't want to be here, right? I know I don't want to be here, but I'm being here because I don't really, I have to be here. My uncle's a recruiter. I got to put the phone on, whatever, whatever. What is his role like, you know, in the day to day, like at practice? Like, is he really coaching you? Or? Yeah. No. Not a coach at, at school now? Hell no. All the stuff we was doing before then wasn't that no more. He couldn't do it because of compliance reasons. We're right, bro. So he really couldn't coach you? Really couldn't. Like, all the working out we did when I was. So like he he is on the staff. He's definitely on the staff. And what an assistant. And we're an assistant coach. And and what is our relationship? You know? That's my man. Like I'm talking about like my man. Like right. like my man. Like that's my like I talked to my uncle when I was in high school, if not every day, five times out the week, bro. Yo, how was practice today? Oh, yeah, well look, alright, cool. Well, how was how was practice? Well look, I dunked on somebody crazy, blocked with staples. Mm -hmm. Like, so I actually really, like, he was like my pop, bro, like, like, no bullshit. Like, my dad, my dad died when I was 12. My pop died when I was 12. My uncle really came into my life full effect when I was 13. So, he was really like a father figure. Like, I talked to this man about everything, bro. Like, everything, bro. So, he was like, really my dad, like, no bullshit, bro. He was like, really like my dad, bro, like, to the point, like, if I'm getting in trouble in school, brother's not calling him. Brother's my brother's not calling him. My brother's calling him. Like brother, even yo, talk to you enough. You he doing this, this, and third. Like when I'm getting, like when I'm missing class, they're calling him. They're not calling him, my bro. Like no, he's like really my. He was super hands on. Like super hands on. So to the point, like now we're talking about. What's like you talking with me? Like all right, my my friends want me to play. All right, look, no, you gotta call my uncle, bro. You want me to play? All right, call my uncle. His number is 202-669-6404, bro. Like, no, this, like, was a livid thing, bro. Like, I can go into a place, cook, 
Team Philly, I'm talking about I people will come up to me at the games. I want you to play with me. All right, well, we gotta talk to my uncle. My uncle's Rowan Houston, the coach at George Washington University. My first one right now. Because they already knew what was going on. Like, they already knew, bro. People already knew, like I ain't even involved in that. So let's just zoom back at sophomore year, man. Sophomore year, I had I had the I had hip surgery. Now, I don't suppose to come back for real, for real. I had the best hip surgeon in the country. My Dr. Bird was the best hip surgeon in the country to do my hip surgery. I had to get my joint done. I come, I, I come back too early. First, I get cleared in August 9th. We had practice August 31st. Real rad, bro. And you love that trying to go back. Look, prior to that, though, right? So, look, my, my man Earl always told me when I was going to do that, when I do this interview, I got to drop game, right? So, look, don't go to school. To the kids out there, don't go to school because of somebody. Or, like, go to school because you want to play at the university. You want to be here at the university. You want to do things at the university. Don't go there because of nobody else. Go there because of what you want to do. Like, hip surgery, I had the hip surgery, I'm telling you, I think I need to sit out, bro. Like, real right. I think I need to sit out. I don't think I'm going to be back with this again. Next words was, when well, you going to let me out, leave me out there with the two bigs I got. He was our big man coach, too, so you going to leave me out there with the two soft bigs I got. And this is my man now. So you think... He told me, he's saying this to me. Damn, we can't leave him out there like that. Look, that's big we got. He sucked this shit up to me. Let me go ahead and go. Mm. So I wind up sucking it up, come back a little bit overweight, but I really don't supposed to be playing. Now I'm tight. My head coach is making everybody get you we we get on the bus, you get a pick a sandwich, you get a sandwich, you get a sandwich, you get a sandwich. I gotta get a Caesar salad. <laughs> All less. Bro, what am I eating? <laughs> you gotta get back. Pussy. I'm just fucking gonna sit with me, sit out, bro. Can't come back like this. We out here playing the Virgin Islands, playing, playing against Tony Snell and them. So let me go ahead. I was 
heavy party with the white boys. I'm going to go party with my white friends. You know, they're going to make sure my alcohol paid for. Might have a few youngins waiting for me. Cool. So, I guess it's been it for being annoyed. We just going to say that. Being annoyed, right? No, I'll take it. After my first three games come back, right? I come back, we playing uh, New Mexico State. New Mexico State, Tony Snell and my guys. Now, I, I'm all, I keep eating all these salads, right, bro? So I barely got energy to play, right? So my man, Coach Gani Wall, Paul Coach Gani Wall, we wound up losing to Tony Snell now. But I was trying to really get it going, bro. Every time I got in the post, I was forcing it out. Even my, you can say I was forcing it, whatever. But I was trying to get it going. We got six of scout right there. GM over there from the Clippers. GM over there from the Spurs. I'm trying to get it going. Like, I don't care about nothing what you talking about, bro. He was like, yo, you got to slow down. Like, you really going too hard. Like, you reminding me of guy in the wall right now. I'm like, you talking about, bro? Like, what you want me to, like, relax? He said, no, like, let it, he said, what you, what you want me to score or nothing? He was like, no, just let it come to you, whatever, whatever. So, it wound up happening the next game. I wound up having, like, 12 or 15 or something like that. And then good, I had a good game. And then, um, I started forcing it again. I really did, bro. I started forcing it again. But my sophomore year was one of my, my better years in college because I actually learned how to play injured. And I learned how to be a pro. That's when I really learned how to be a pro. Like, all right, bro, you can't do this and this before a game. Like, before a game. There's no way you know you want to have energy. Right. You got to do this and this before a game. You can't eat this before a game. You got to do this before a game. So it was just starting to learn how to be a pro. So start towards the end of the season, I started to play way better basketball. I started to pipe out double-doubles, started to play real, real well. And now I'm still, I'm injured though. But me and Paul got into it multiple times. Like me and Paul. What was the beef? Which I was beef? Well, it was just he thought I wasn't doing the stuff like appropriate how he wanted me to do it. Mind you, this man been around high-level guys. Chris Bosh, Derek Flavors, Iman Shumper, Jared Jack. Like he been around high-level guys. So I'm saying I want to be an NBA guy. So he like, he feels like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And I feel as though I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, as in me, still post-injury. I'm doing everything I can right now. So, <clears throat> one, one thing wind up leading to another. Why don't start playing really, really good? And me and I had all these arguments, but I ain't really talking to him no more now. Now I'm coming to practice, I'm just practicing ice roll. I ain't talking to nobody. Mm. You talk to your uncle? At this time, yes. At this time, me and Ro is still on. Me and Ro still pop. Yo, Black, what's up, baby? Meow at you real quick. Me old son. Me old couple of hours. I'm broke right now. You know I'm in college. Me old son. Ain't get nothing, but, you know, it will help sometimes. <laughs> so, but. Damn, I wonder that that would have been a thing. Like, yo, my uncle on the staff, if he gave me a couple of dollars, is that a thing or no? A lot. No, bro. I couldn't no money, bro. Couldn't give no money. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no money, bro. But, um. One thing lead to another. Why they're playing good, we get to the CAA tournament. And um, now, mind I told you I started learning how to be a pro and play injured. This is when my injury really started to kick in. Post-injury, I'm playing too much. I'm playing 30, 33 minutes, bro. <laughs> on a repair hip. On a repair On a hip, I just had surgery in April, bro. They don't care, bro. So look, 
I'm playing 33 minutes, right, bro? And now my trainer is telling him, yo, he need to stop practicing this day. He don't need to practice this day. But I can't really stop practicing because I need to play. I need to practice to keep my rhythm. Okay. I can't stop practicing. I need to practice. I got to keep my rhythm. If I don't practice, one thing leads to another. We go to the CA tournament, and I wind up playing bad when we played Northeastern. I played awful, like terrible. He grinded me up. What's playing terrible? Like you can't score, you get your ass bust. Um, I just wasn't doing what I normally do. Like I, I, I wasn't even like I was rebounding the ball and all that, but I wasn't doing what I was doing like prior to them games. I like prior to us going to the CAA tournament, I probably had like four or five double doubles. So I wasn't doing that. Okay. So to me, I was playing awful. To how I was supposed to play to what I was trying to get to, I was playing awful, right? So one thing led to another. We wound up losing it. And um, they was like, do y'all want to go to this postseason tournament? If it ain't the NIT or the, the NCAA tournament, no. Right. Who want to go and play in the CBI? So I told, I straight told him, like, no, nah, like, fuck that shit, because I'm not playing. Like, <laughs> and it's spring break. Trying to go get my, my party on back in the crib, man. <laughs> we don't get to go home. We up here all the time. I'm tired of seeing y'all faces. I'm tired of practicing. Rose, I've been seeing you since the last three or four years. No, bro, I'm out. I'm tired of this, bro. I want to roll out, bro. I want to go home. I'm chill with my mom. I ain't see my mom. I ain't even gonna see my mom for the Christmas and Thanksgiving. This is like when all of this started happening. I had to start getting used to all of this. So I'm like, bro, I'm trying to roll. I'm trying to the fuck home, man. Fuck all this. <laughs> my exact words to Coach, Coach, um, Coach um, Chris. And my fuck, my fuck, Crater. Coach Crater, man. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you out like that, Coach. <laughs> so that wind up happening. They straight tell you it on me. <laughs> And my uncle. <laughs> so that became a thing. That was this whole big thing. This was like this whole big thing. I didn't want to play. I wanted. I didn't want to play this. This. This is like this whole big thing. Now we come back. We got to come back. It's over spring break. Ain't nothing open. Now I'm not bringing no food up. Ain't this open. Ain't that open. Now I'm tight. We ain't eating properly. Now we got to eat pancakes and all this and all that. And we ain't got no will for real. For real. Up school, all the little chicks we use for their wills is gone. So now, <laughs> now we're walking everywhere. So you know I'm super duper mad. Now I'm like, all right, bet. So we had go karts on, on campus, and we used to take the go karts down. Right, right, bro. We used to take the go karts and drive to the little, the little sandwich spot, um, Bernie's. But that was like two, like two blocks off of campus, though. That wasn't nothing. Like, we wanted real good food. Like, real good food was like like two miles off the campus, bro. Right. So, we get to that. We wound up playing in the CBA, CBA, whatever that tournament was. We wound up going all the way to the chip. Losing in the chip. Who y'all lose to? Uh, Santa Clara. They was all right. They had this one guy who can shoot. I can't remember his name. He was, he was really good. And I got punched on him in the last game, though, bad, too. You got what? I got punched on bad. Like somebody tried to humble you? No, like I got dunked on. Oh, oh. They said you got dunked on. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say, bro. No, ain't nobody punched on, bro. That'd have been all on the news. That'd have been. I'm from the pig. <laughs> 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 He'd have got mangled. 
got trash. I done got cussed out the whole flight back home. Let's get a pussy in his own. Let's break down the dynamic getting dunked on. Like, what are the excuses when you get dunked on? Like, I seen it too late. I stepped too late. I didn't jump high enough. It ain't no excuse, nigga. You got punched on. What's the excuse? I jumped too late. Ain't no you jump. You saw when he dabbed it. You were supposed to be there. You should have been there. You wasn't. You got dunked on, bro. Ain't no excuse. So what happened was, I like chasing stuff down. He was a white boy. I chased him down the game. We played a three-game back. We played them in a three-game series for the chip, right? We played them at Santa Clara and two games back-to-back -back at Mason. So we lost them at Santa Clara, right? I chased him down at Santa Clara. I punched him, shit, right? We, I chased him down at Mason, and I, like, wiped it off the backboard with two hands. Mm. So now we played them third game. And I think this might have been why we lost, too. Because it was a momentum changer, bro. I turned the ball over on accident. I was trying to get somebody back door cut. Somebody got a tip and bull was out. So I tried chasing down and I jumped. Too late. <laughs> and like how I tried to jump, I missed it. But I hit his back leg and I fell <laughs> on the barricade. He all it. My leg went off.
tell them, like, uh, yeah, that big team's coming to watch us practice and stuff like that. I was really hungry. So junior year come, I, in, in the way again, just being me, in the way. Um, but this was a, in a, unexpected in the way. I'm actually doing everything. I stayed that summer, the whole August, because Paul was like, yo, he's not working hard enough, da 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 So I'm like, what? I'm not losing weight because I like moving people. I'm not losing weight. So, we're like, he ain't working out. He was like, all right, bet I want him to stay the whole August. And so, you want me to miss my whole August of going home? Cool, I'll give you that, cuz. I'll give you that. i stay the whole August because you think I ain't working, I'm going to show you how much I like working. Stay the whole August. Get in shape, start cooking. Wind up getting in the way. Being totally in the way. But now, I'm in the way prior to all this. I don't want to be at Mason anymore. Really, really don't want to be at Mason. I'm miserable. I'm depressed. Now I'm just uh, um, being a womanizer just to be a womanizer. I'm soaking myself a woman. And I'm not even really that type of person. So I'm partying too much. I don't even party like that. I'm really a self, like, self laid back guy. So now I realize, I'm like, all right, bro, I really don't want to be here and all of that. So I get in trouble again, and then I tell him, he's like, bro, I need some time for myself. I don't want to play no more. I don't want to play no more, bro. Don't you, want to play. You like quit, basically. Don't want to play no more. Need some time for myself. Right when he told me I was suspended, I said, okay, cool. Need some time for myself. I need some time to figure this out. They were suspended for what? I was in the way. Violation of team rules for everybody that's listening. <laughs> yeah, right. Violation of team, team rules. rules. <laughs> right. So I was in the way, right? Me being in the way and all of that, um, I didn't want to be at Mason no more. Now I know I don't want to be at Mason. Don't want to be at Mason. And it's all because of on the floor, on the court? On the court, off the court, me and my uncle having problems. Like, I started people, other things. I started really, really people, other things. About him and his agenda or something like that? Started people other things about the whole agenda. Now, action, work out, we can't work out. Like, come on, bro. Like, now, I mean, he was pulling me in two different ways. I got Paul telling me, you got to tell your uncle he can't really coach you like that no more. <laughs> yeah. So now I got Paul telling me, yo, you got to tell Roland he can't coach you like that no more. He got to let me do my job. I got, I got Roland telling me, fuck Paul. Let me do what I do. So now I'm like a rope. Between assistant head coach and head coach? Yes. Between my uncle slash father mm -hmm. and my head coach. My who going really right. punch my ticket to get me to the league. Right. So now I'm getting pulled both ways. I got to the point, like, man, we not fighting over. If it's really about me being getting to, to the next level and, and really being intimate and all of that, then it shouldn't be no fight. It should just all be about helping them, right? Right. <clears throat> but it's not. Everybody got to hit in the gym. Somebody will got something. My uncle probably had this a hit in the gym that he wanted me to go to the league. And if I go to the league, it would have been on his stamp. He did the shit. He, he molded me and all of that. Paul would have been like, all right, cool. I got another, I got another guy to the league. Whatever, whatever. From a mid-major. Whatever. Paul would have actually got his makings of getting Mason how he actually wanted it, of just being a high level, like, 
that made the university like Butler and stuff like that, right? So all of this stuff was coming in the making, but at the same time, bro, all I want to do is put basketball. Mm. All I want to do is who? I don't care what you got, what you want to do, I don't care what you want to do, you my man, you my uncle, no, none of that. I just want to hoop, bro. Just want to hoop. Just want to hoop. So now I start drenching myself into the, to the stuff I don't supposed to be doing. I'm partying, I'm super duper in the way now. I get hit with another suspension. Tell niggas I don't want to play no more. I sit out two weeks. I got seven NBA teams come see me practice. Seven NBA teams come see me practice, bro. Where are you at? I don't know, you don't want to play this, this, and third. Yeah, bro, my mom had to come up there and talk me into, like, like to the point, like, all right, you, you all want to keep having me play? All right, cool, I'm not going to class now, bro. Like, I know how to work this. I'm going to work the system with y'all. Y'all going to try to F me over? Cool. I'm going to F you guys over. I don't want to play right now. Leave me alone. Let me get myself together because this is all prison talk. Me getting myself together. You're my uncle. You're supposed to understand this. All right, cool. My mom wanted to talk the hell out of me. My mom and my girlfriend had to kind of talk me down. Like, all right, cool. I go to a practice. Went to a practice. I see my man, Pat. Pat in there going through it with them. But I'm like, he ain't even going through it half the way I'm going through it. So I wanted to go back, having the worst season of my life. Worst season I ever did. I didn't want to play half the time. Half the time I go to practice, and I, I'd be in practice like, Yo, what time is it, bro? Yeah. Like, what time is it? Like, we ain't got time to get out of here yet? Because I don't want to be around him. I don't want to be around my uncle because you want some of that shit. You just want me to play. You just want me to play. And this is your senior year. This is my junior This is your junior year, yeah. This is my junior year, bro. This is my junior year. So now I'm like, all right, cool. I'm done. I'm totally done. Now we get to the end of the year. We had, we had a game in Brooklyn, <clears throat> A-10 tournament. I think my ass off that double double too. Wind up, we lose. They're like, y'all can go home now. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm out. Somebody coming to pick me up. I'm going. Same time you leave, Paul calling me. Why you leave? I said, yo, I want my transfers, bro. I'm going. I don't want to stay here no more. None of that. Paul thought I was bull stuffing. This is the same during the same time of this, like, uh, like spring break, I go right to the compliance. I need my transcripts. Not playing, bro. I gotta get out of this place. Cause I'm driving myself crazy. I'm depressed. I don't want to be here. I don't like nobody on that team. Every time I go to practice, like I get this bad feeling. I want to smack somebody, and I can get real confrontational with somebody. So what kind of dudes was on the team? It was just like, like it'd be hitting the gym. It's like, all right, everybody did something on our team, bro. Like, everybody party, right, bro? So everybody had their own the other one. I'm going to say that. Right? So niggas be telling me, you know, he was out last night. Nigga, how you know I was out last night if you wasn't out? How you see me? How you know what I had on? We don't even live in the same room. And at the time, niggas be telling on me going out, and they wouldn't be like, oh, we don't go out. Try to, like, put me as the bad guy. Like, I do all the bad shit. Like, all I do is go out. Was they trying to, like, backbite you to get the playing time that you was getting? Yeah, I was getting backbite. And I still was getting playing time when I was getting in trouble, though. I still was playing 25 minutes, bro. I still was playing 25 minutes and I didn't want to play. I didn't want to play, bro. I still was playing 25 minutes, some way, somehow. 
So now, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm fed up. I want to roll up, bro. Whatever, whatever. Paul, are you me down? Gotta stay. Da -da 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 -da. Call brother Andre, like, yo, can you help me transfer? Brother was like, yo, you can't transfer. You can't do your uncle like that. <laughs> bro, listen, listen, listen. Everybody in on this joint, your mom. So look, now, I call my mom. I don't care what you talking about, Roquetta. I got a rule. And if you ain't behind me, <laughs> if you ain't behind me, I'm going to find a way to get out this joint. And it wouldn't, nobody would give, they wouldn't give me my transcripts, bro. <laughs> at all, bro. Like, I was trying to rule. Like, I couldn't get my transcripts and none of that. And at the time, I mean, Tanksley was like, come to, come to, um, Hasha. He was like, come to Hasha with me, bro. You're going to be cool. You're going to play. You're going to sit your year out. You're going to play your last year with me and me. With me and I don't want it. I was like, cool. I'm cool with that. I could be around some people I love. I can be around some people. I know it's not going to bite me over. And I can be around a fresh environment. I can get away all the way from this. And I can clear my mind. I can change my my vision, I can change the like the perception of how people are talking to me. So I wind up coming back. I didn't wind up getting a transfer or none of that. So now I'm like, fuck it, bro. You might as just turn the work hat on, get in shape, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever we gotta do right now. I wind up getting in shape and all of that and working out. And um still not wanting to be there, bro, and still being and at this time I I was fed up and I was like as I look back at it now, I was being a big ass baby, bro. In my senior year, I was being a baby. Like, bro, all I had to do was sit back, bite down, go to class, play my last year. And I'd have been, it would all worked out. Cause I, whenever I just zone out, all worked out. All I had to do was average 10 points, 8 rebounds, other than that. But I was still going at it with my uncle and my head coach. Didn't look like the news. Now, I ain't even going to class no more, how mad I am. Yeah, bro. So I wound up flowing out. But what wound up happening was, <clears throat> Paul was so motherfucking thorough. He was like, cool. Don't come back. Because if you come back, they're going to try to really kick you out. I said, what? No, I'm coming back. He said, no, don't come back. I'm going to sign it off and make sure you get that, get your degree, no matter what time it is. I said, huh? He said, you can come back anytime you want to get your degree. I said, wait, hold up. So you want to make sure I can get my degree at the hall? I said, I just put you through in four years? He said, yeah, because everything wasn't your fault. And that's when I started realizing the real hidden agenda about everything. Like, no, everything wasn't your fault, bro. Like, you start to act out because of certain reasons. Like, damn, the man y'all start to realize that? Mm-hmm. Like, so... Now looking back at it, after I get kicked out of school, now the real big person who was in my corner was my AAU coach, Coach Rich. He coached me when I was with HP. Coach Rich was used to be like, uh, he used to just be real, real adamant on. So I came home in like 2014 in December. I sat back out for like six weeks, a month and six weeks to realize that soaking my bull stuff, my pain, <coughs> my bull stuff and my old bullshit I was doing. And it just happened. I was one day I watched the college game. Coach Rick called me. He was like, yo, come to LaSalle. I'm like, motherfucker, come to LaSalle. LaSalle, I'm facing the same fucking joint. Pappy coach there. I don't want to see Pappy, bro. 
Hey man, come up to the sound. Fuck that nigga. Rail work, rail white went to the sound. I'm like, alright, bet. Rail was like, bro, you can come use this gym anytime you fucking want, bro. Until you figure out what you want to do. So I just started working out every day. I used to get up, go up to the sound at like 7 8 o'clock in the morning, lift with they lift with they on strength and conditioning coach, work out and shoot, go eat with Jarrell right, work out again. And get a snack with Earl Fiance drowned because she was going to school there. Then work out with Coach Rick. I used to be done by like 4 o'clock. I used to do this all the way until like April 2015, April, May 2015. Wind up going to a combine. <coughs> Went to the combine. Didn't get nothing. Um, wind up going to Earl's school. Earl's school offered me. But I damn sure knew I didn't want to go to school. Because I, I'm like, alright, I'm over school. I know if I go back to school, I'm a fuck around. I still had some of the same mind. I still had some of the same mindset. How much eligibility did you have left? I had a year left. You had a year left. You had a year left. So I'm like, um, uh, I don't want to go to school to go really sit out a year to go fuck around and be around chicks and not being like, or I can really turn this on and really become a pro right now. So all right, set down Earl School. Wind up, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna go back to school. The day I said that, my man Coach Rick called me and he was like, yo, I got this agent. He gonna sign you. I said, you captain. This when I first heard from niggas down the way. I was like, you captain. He's like, what? So you lying, man. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm serious. His name Dave his name was his name was Dave Gaspin. I said, okay, Dave Gaffer's one sign. I said, you're catching, bro. I'm lying. I don't believe it. I said, all right, come home. So I came home. Mind you, me and my mom going at it. Now, that my mom mad at me. I got kicked out of school. Man, you can't really be Now I'm in the house. I'm walking around. And you really can't be mad at me. Because y'all really forced this on my hand because I really didn't, like, y'all knew I didn't want to be at school no more. I told you last year I didn't want to be there. I told you I wanted to come home and relax and get my mind right. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Nobody wanted to hear what I wanted to say. Right. Nobody wanted to, uh, to hear me out. So what wound up happening was, um, Dave didn't sign me. Dave ain't wound up signing me, bro. I go the whole summer. Hell, we playing. You remember the ball up tournament when the ball up tournament was going on? Ball up tournament coming in. I got people coming in watching me. I'm cooking the ball up tournament, bro. I'm cooking. Still couldn't get an agent, bro. That was like August. I'm like, shit, I should've went to school. <laughs> I'm a dummy. Right? My man, my mentor, my mentor today, right? My man Rich. Rich was Rich put Rich is connected to my man Chris Clahar. Chris Clahar and Coach Rick. My AU coach are real close. Work well, they're real close. So wind up one thing will happen. Like, yo, we gonna send him to this joint out Buffalo. Went to this joint called the Canadian League. I went to um, Kanban out there, best thing in the Kanban. I got an offer for the ABA team. I turned it down. Then I wound up getting a, um, an interest offer from uh, two teams in the Canadian League, right? One of the team that drafted me, um, the, Ni the Niagara River Alliance, and um, Windsor. They was my two interest offers, right? So it was like, yo, come back and come to the Kanban, the draft Kanban. Bro, I'm dead pop. I, ain't, I, I got donut holes in my pocket, bro. Coach Rick was like, I'll pay for the joint. I said, cool. 
So all I gotta do is find my way up there. So I'm calling every chick that ever said she loved me in my phone book. <laughs> I'm calling every tour like yo. You said you said this is it. One thing wound up happening another, Chris Clahar wound up giving me a bus ticket, a mega bus ticket to Canada. 13 hours, bro. That's insane. <laughs> I'm on this joint, hoodie up, on this joint, late night with a bat, sleep. Like, yo, when I get to this combine, I'm a cuckoo ever in front of me. This nigga's barbecue chicken. You know what I mean? Auntie's platter. Wind up getting there, bro. Staying, I stayed with these people up there, right? This agency who was trying to sign me. Boy, wind up, we was another nice thing, too. I had to, to get there and. I got to Canada, I had to get on the bus, I had to get on the train to Bull Crib, get the Bull Crib, had to walk like two block, two long ass, like Canada blocks ain't short, bro, they long ass blocks. <laughs> two long ass blocks, bro, I'm checking it too. <laughs> get there, I knew this nigga who was in there, the boy who was going to the combine with me, boy was from Jersey, right? When boy was in there, he was like, yo, bro, I remember you when we used to play here. You, you was tough to hell. So we wound up talking hey, you basketball and all that. We wound up going to the combine. The next day, I dogged the combine, bro. Barely ate all day. Only had two apples and two bananas. Dogged the combine. When we driving back, we get something to eat. We get some Jamaican food out there. After we get the Jamaican food, we, we busting it up in the crib, whatever, whatever. Once we busting it up in the crib, my man Vaughn texts me. Vaughn was on a team already. He was at camp. He texted me like, yo, bro, you just got drafted number one. I said, bro, you, I said, you lying. You lying. He said, bro, no, real right. He sent me the picture. He said, Eric Coach, number one draft pick in the Canadian League, real lines. I said, oh, I said, yo, he just got drafted, bro. Number one. So that wound up happening. Get drafted. How'd that feel though? It felt good, bro. All the stuff I went through in college, man. All the up and down. Niggas told me, bro, bro. Cause you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I heard when I was going through my demise in school, bro. Niggas told me I was going to be a bus driver. Ain't nothing wrong with being a bus driver, bro. They're good people, you feel me? <laughs> They can say all that shit you want in your life, all that good. Cause then school, I always had two phones. So my head coach was like, "Oh, you He went, "All that two phone stuff you having, all that." Cause I used to wear. We used to me and my man Corey used to go at it. Like he used to wear designer sneakers. I used to wear them too. I'm like, "All that designer sneaker wear, all that part of you, none of that. You gonna be a bus driver with with boys on your ass." I said, "Damn, come on, that's how you." Yes, shout out to all the bus drivers. So, one thing led to another. I'm feeling great now. Now that happened, bro, I got drafted. I go to, I go to camp. <laughs> oh my God. I go to camp. I'm cooking the camp, right? Two days go by, right? One thing leads to another. <laughs> I get called in the office. I get sent home. <laughs> you got fired? I got sent home. Oh, I got sent home. Two days. For what? They even said they sent all the draft picks on. So, 
I'd do anything. Man, get, get the fuck out now. Damn, where you gonna go? Where you was going? Yeah. Well, to be completely honest, right? I still, I'm still hung up school though too. I might have got kicked out of school, but I'm still hung. So look, alright. Damn, it's kind of tough. I had. During the whole time, too, of uh, everything I was getting in trouble, I had two girlfriends. Stop laughing. <laughs> I had two girlfriends, right? Tell me about it. I had a side chick who knew she was a side chick and knew I had a real girlfriend, Tess, right? And I had Cheryl, who ain't knew nothing about Tess, right? Sorry, Cheryl. I love you to death, baby. We ain't together no more, but I apologize. I apologize to you multiple times about this. So, Tess was a breadwinner, like her family was like rich, rich, like no cat rich, like, like you know, like you hear the stories of the college chicks tripping on white boy, like, yeah, like that type of rich, she was one of them white girls. So when I first got out of school, it was cool, like, half the reason why I got kicked out of school anyway. <laughs> you didn't want to take me class or you didn't want to do this or that. That's why I used to try to play mind games on her. She'd be like, oh my God, Eric, why would you do that? Cut the check. But I was terrible. Like at, at that, during that time in my life, I was bad, bro. I was bad. I was a bad person. Like I was terrible. So it was not okay to do. Right. It was not okay to do. If I, I rewinded back right now, I smacked down my head. I was terrible, bro. I was terrible. But that's how I was eating. Working. My mom and a couple chicks I had. That's crazy. So let's jump back into your pro career and talk about this, the second ride of the Canada. So that second ride, right? Now, I'm nervous as hell, bro. I just got cut. They saying I'm gonna get a job. I don't know nothing about this. So now I'm nervous the whole ride. I don't, like, at the time I had like $200 in my pocket. I ain't buying nothing, no food up and nothing on the way back. Cause I'm thinking this deuce gonna be my last deuce. I gotta stress this out too, like my back home. Like. That's crazy. So, one thing leads to another. Um, one thing leads to another. I get in the car with the assistant coach. He was like, no, but we going to sign you. Like, we just released three bigs for you. We want to sign you. I'm like, no, you can't. And no, he said, no, bro, I'm serious. The coach at the time was Chris Thomas. Chris just coached in the league with Mark. With the Warriors with Mark. Mark So, um. He was one of like the biggest coaches on his staff. So Chris already knew who I was because he he came to a few practices and saw me in college. Um, when I was a when I was a freshman and sophomore, Mike Wells was on our coaching staff. Mike Wells before coaching at Mason, he used to coach in the league. He coached in the league for like twenty years. Coached with the um, with the Clippers, um, the Spurs, Chicago. Coached with several teams, right? Worked his way up in the ranks from like being like a video guy to being like assistant coach, right? So, um, Mike and Chris knew each other, so they talked about me, right? And that's how I really got the job. Mike really forced, like, yo, hire my man. He's good people's. He just got the situation in school where he shouldn't have been to live about. Explain the whole thing. So now, I'm, I go, when I go up there, I'm pretty, I'm still very, very, very shy about what happened in school. Not really talking about it, bro. After when I first came home from school, bro, I did not come outside, bro. Like I'll go to the side and I said, 
Like, I wouldn't even hang out with people, bro. I don't know go out, I wouldn't even go out. Like, I, like, if it wasn't nothing to go out, people would make sure I was cool going out. No, I wouldn't even go out, bro. Like, I'd stay in the house and just work on my craft. Because a lot of people thought going, like me going out and all that was the reason why I got in trouble. That really wasn't the reason. It was me being, me being more uncomfortable and not being where I wanted to be at. And, like, women. Because I really was... So, <laughs> um, I was shy coming. I was still shy about the situation, but Chris really used to be like, "Bro, you're going to play professional basketball for a while. You can play." He said, "You're going to play for a while. Now let it go." He said, "That was then. This is now." He said, "You're going to play a couple more times as an editor, a couple more years at BU, and nobody really remember." He said, "Just keep playing, play well." So that gave me a lot of confidence. Gave me a lot of confidence. And mind you, I'm playing for the Orangeville A's. At the time, Thawne Maker is playing for the Orangeville prep team. So we got Thawne Maker practicing with us every day. So it's Thawne. We got we a gang of guys. Thawne, my man Lou Jack, free Lou right now. He said down. Lou, he played in the D League. He went to Purdue. He played with Robbie Hubble. We had um, Diggs. He went to GW. I watched him play at GW. We had Bilal Ben. He went to Nova and all that. Mm -hmm. um, we had my man Moss, he went to, um, where Moss goes for it, Moss went to Buffalo, he was the boy, you know, remember Willie, Willie Colley Stein got dunked on by the boy at Buffalo? That was him? That was him. <laughs> so he was on the team, we had Dominique Cheeks, B.A. played on that team for a little bit, I'm um, a spurt too. And, um, we had a couple other guys. We had, we had a team, bro. We had a team. We ain't even winning. <laughs> no, we sucked. We sucked. Our point guard was always hurt, so we didn't really have a real point guard. Like, Bilal played point guard, but Bilal really bonafide too, for real, for real. Like, so, um, we get, I get up there. I wound up practicing whatever. I had a really, really good practice. The next day, on Saturday, we had a game. Like a probably like a play in scrimmage. I'm super stoked now. I'm like, what? I need to showcase my talent. So he playing. I played bad in the first half. Played terrible in the first half. In the second half, I had a double double. I had like 14 and 14 or something like that, like 13 and 14. Um, I wound up playing really, really good. I dunked on like two people. And um, now the next day, Sunday we get off. Monday, Monday or Tuesday, me and I was driving in a car, and we don't have a team. We don't have a lot of team cars, and we had one team, two team cars, and they stayed at the main house, right? And after the second car broke, it was only one car. So Chris would drive like us around if we needed to. So he was driving me around one day. I'm like, yo, can you think I still been playing the league, Chris? He was like, hell yeah! I'm trying to get you on the uh, NBA summer league team right now. He said, I'm trying to help you get an agent and all of that. So I just mind you, I'm a pro without no agent, bro. I didn't have an agent and none of that. Went pro without an agent. I did all this on my own, like from the muscle, bro. Right. So, um, one thing leads to another. Chris was like, yeah, you can still do it. And he's like, I believe, he's like, I really believe you can still do it. He said, you, 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 and Moss are the guys who I want to go play summer league. And this at the time, before we had Dominic Cheeks on our team, before we had the A. So, that's going on, whatever, whatever. 
um, one thing lead to another. Um, we wanted to, I wanted to play whatever. They had a seven foot on the team at the time. I wanted to make Bull quit. <laughs> Bull quit. And I dunked on Bull one day in practice. And um, and on the offensive rebound, I pushed him in his back and I tipped it. And he walked out over. He pushed me in my back. Big white boy, he soft. He quit. He was from like the coolest part of Canada, too. He quit. So, um, and a lot of things worked out for me to play, like for all of that to happen, too, at Canada. The big white boy might quit. And then the other boy, Antos, he wound up leaving and, um, like, taking care of his family. So that wound up just pushing me up. Like, before Chris was playing me here and there, I'd play like eight minutes here and there. It would be like three or four rebounds, like four or five points. Well, once he started playing me, like 15, 20 minutes, I started playing really well. I was averaging like nine and ten until we, like, we, until we went to our, um, our, turn, um, our West Coast join. So we went on the West Coast and went on, on tour and shit. So we went on the West Coast and went on tour. And right before we did that, I wound up tearing like four um, ligaments in my thumb. My thumb was like this, bro. I come to practice, my thumb like the same size as this, bro. <clears throat> so I come to practice, Chris was like, yo, um, DT told me what happened. Right, shout out to Diaz Tendale too, my man, that's my trainer. So he was like, he told me what happened with your thumb. Let me see, I showed Chris. Chris was like, oh shit, go see the trainer right now. I practicing now. I go see the trainer, the trainer was like, yo, you got something wrong in there. Do you think you're going to play? I said, hell yeah, I'm playing. Like, this like, all the stories I heard about professional and playing overseas or whatever, you don't play when you're injured, they send you home. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play. You tripping, bro? I ain't trying to sit home. Shit crazy back at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, cool. So one thing leads to another, right? Um, we started, we go on the West Coast, right, to Nova Scotia. And um, this is when BA was on the team. BA wanted to play well. I wanted to play well when we played, um, we went to Nova Scotia, when we went to play Halifax. Well, we lost by like a dub. We lost by a dub. Next game, we lose by 15. Then we played somebody I had by the dub, but we lost the dub. And then I actually wound up making it to the starting lineup. Last game of the jump of the road trip, right on the West Coast. We on the road trip. I wound up making it to the starting lineup. You know me, I like to chase shit down. Dexter Strickland dumping me on the chase down. <laughs> right? So Dexter gave me on the chase down, right? <clears throat> Prior to that, not prior to that, we go back home. Now we on like a little break, right? Now he looked like that. Get my thumb looked at it. I really found out what was wrong. I found out I had the, the tears in my stuff and all of that, right? Once I found all of that, I, um, once I found out I had the tears and stuff, Chris was like, yo, um, I, I'm going to try to work this out for you so you can get In Canada, it's like if you're injured, right? You only get a partial of your contract, partial of your pay. Right. He's saying, I'm going to make sure you get your whole pay and I'll send you home. Like, man, you won't really do this? I'm thinking Batman. Like, I'm really like, man, I ain't trying to hear that, bro. So I start making phone calls home, to, like sending my phone home to agencies to see what I can get from an agency, to see if an agent can help me out. Like, if I get cut or something like that, see if I can pick up an agency, see if he can hit me off with a couple grand until, like, the next season. Chris wound up actually making it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stayed out there the whole, I stayed out there six weeks to get my thumb together. Got paid. Both of my account, both of my months of pay. Full. 
I'm like, oh, this bull really went about that action. He really got it to happen. Chris got that to happen. Chris wanted to get that to happen. When that happened, um, we um, I come back, but now I come back. I'm out the lineup though. That's just being a pro. Right. You know, they probably wind up getting somebody else in and all of that. We wind up getting this bull from um, North Dakota State, undersized four, who was actually really good. I can't. I don't remember bull name. He was tough though. He was pretty good on the center's four. He all he did was float the ball up, but we still was losing though. But I stayed the I stayed the whole year. I was the only draftee that year in the state. All the all the people who got drafted that year got cut. Bilal was a draftee, he got cut. My man Robert Diggs was a draftee, he got cut. My man Daniel O'Brien was a draftee, he got cut. I was the only boy that stayed throughout the whole year, bro. And I thought I was gonna get like, especially towards the end of the drawing, I thought I was going to get cut because we was losing. But I wasn't playing. I'm like, damn, I'm about to go home. I, call my, I think I called my mom or somebody and like, yo, I'm about to come home. I ain't playing like that. We losing. They about to send me, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is about to be a, a dime. So, in your, in your pro career, how many years did you spend in Canada? I'm only one. After that, I wound up going to South America for like, a short period of time, then I went to Mongolia for a short period of time, and then I played two years in Albania. That's one of the years I got my MVP in Albania. And then um, last year, this past season, <coughs> I was playing out in the Republic of Georgia, and I wanted to tear my calf muscle. And um, i just been recovering right now. I could have stayed out there, but I didn't want to recover out there and stuff. I really didn't trust, like, the doctors and everything. You didn't trust the doctors? No, bro. I don't trust all that, baby. It's all. The reason was because of that, because when I first when I first happened, when it first happened, they told me I strained my, my calf. And then a week later we go get a, a MRI and I wanted to tear my calf. It's two different things. Right. <laughs> what was your favorite place to play? Um my favorite place to play by far right now, um, is Albania. Because I actually learned how to play there. Like I really learned the game. I really started learning the game, really learning my game. Started learning how good offensively I am and how good offensively I can be. So um, Albania by far was the uh, my favorite place to play, and I played in a league, an additional league called the Balkan League, and um, which is a really really good league, man. Um, it's like future countries like uh, Macedonia, Bulgaria, Kosovo, Albania, uh, Greece. There's like another country I'm probably forgetting to right now. What was your favorite place like off the off the court though? South America, the food is amazing out there. The food is amazing and they treat you like a king. Like, they used to be tired, they used to walk to the store to go get a candy bar, bro. Kids would run up to you, like, yo, oh my god, you're a superstar. Let me get a picture. Get a picture of them. And you're like, yo, this is it's amazing, bro. It's crazy. It is, man. It's a beautiful thing, too, because then you go to different countries where you gotta, like, adapt to, like, the culture, bro. Like, imagine just being, like, I played in Albania two years back to back. So I had to actually adapt to a culture and learn a language. Like, Chabon, like, speak a little bit. Like, actually really how to learn how to live out there, how to count. Like, if I, it's, me, do, three. Like, how to, like, you gotta know how to move out there to actually, like, don't get cheated out your money and stuff like that. So, like, to be able to go out there and actually learn and get more culture is amazing, bro. It's amazing. What country do you say you learned the most from? Um, I was thus far I would say Albania because I that's nah. 
get a couple coaches up here, um, a couple athletes, I'd say like like a John Johnson, tough enough, good guy. I mean Tanksley, because uh, he's a he he had a really good college career and stuff. John had an up and down like he had a real good high school career, up and down college career. And um, another athlete I said get up here like an old head. Oh man. Get like a Vinny or a scoop up here, like like somebody like out of y'all ever, man. Cause I ain't, I saw like a DJ, but somebody who been like real, real intimate, like into like the high school basketball scene, other than DJ. Oh man, we want to thank you for coming on. No man, I thanks for having me, man. I hope I, I'm hoping I'm the best interview, man. I'm hoping I'm the best episode, man. We'll have to see, man. <laughs> All right. They say you a athlete, shut up and dribble. Finish your career, you stuck in the middle. Figured it out, then you stuck with the riddle. Broke your body down, got stuck in the spittle. Might have had pro dreams if you made it to the top. Might have make it to the league, but you made it up the block. They were screaming your name, they were screaming your name. Lifetime dreams just to get in the game. Now you up in your dorm, trying to take and get playing. Got a lot on your plate. Wow. Do it right for the fam, do it right for